Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast. Talking about the main food making you overweight. There is one type of food that is more responsible for your weight issues than any other kind. And it is simply processed foods. If you wanna lose weight, the most important thing you can do is to consume less processed foods and replace them with more natural whole foods. It's that simple. And I'm not gonna dump a bunch of science on you. I'm gonna describe things in a way that actually means something, hopefully. Um, and I, and I guess when I say that, it's the way that means something to me. Um, I've read a lot of books about processed food and not being a scientist, what sticks in my head more are kind of little sort of factoids about the processed food industry. So the first thing we understand is when it comes to processed food, we are literally talking about an entire multi-billion dollar industry that is sole purpose is to get you to eat and consume as much of their food as possible. And so to do that, you need two key things to happen. The first one is that you need to make it hyper enjoyable, okay? So it needs to be really addictive. We need to really, really enjoy it and wanna eat it a lot, okay? Now, in order to eat a lot, we need the second thing, which is that it needs to not really satisfy us, right? Because if we eat something and then we're satisfied for four or five hours, we're not gonna consume as much of it, okay? So it's a twofer. We need to make it as addictive and enjoyable as possible to our senses, and we need to make it so it does not satisfy us, so that we're hungry quickly after. And so you have an entire industry aiming billions probably trillions of dollars of resources over years towards those two goals of making foods that are hyper palatable, that override your um, conscious logical thinking and cause you to be addictive in your behavior. And they have to make these foods in such a way so that they never truly nourish you and satisfy you so that you keep craving more, so that you have this endless hunger that you may experience. So when it comes to processed food, you have to realize that it is literally like a designer drug. That's what processed food is. And it is thought about on such subtle levels that you could never imagine. So for example, um, I think a lot of people intuitively think of a lot of their favorite processed foods that you know there's chefs in a kitchen slaving away at different recipes. When in reality, at this point in time, the processed foods that you enjoy were most likely created in a lab by chemists. It's no longer um, the territory of chefs. It is literally chemists looking to create very specific chemical reactions in your body that overwhelm you and cause you to overeat. They break down food enjoyment into multiple categories you could never imagine. The meltdown of the food, how quickly it melts down in your food, the faster it melts down, the more you wanna eat it. Um, the initial flavor hits that overwhelm your brain as soon as it hits your tongue. Um, you know, the... Uh, you know, obviously salt, sugar, fat contents of the food that really trigger our brain, our primitive brain that is looking for calories in a scarce environment. Um, so when all of a sudden we get a lot of calories, a lot of fat, a lot of sugar, our brain gets really excited and consumes way too much. And then of course, what we're consuming in terms of the actual ingredients is not natural whole foods. It's a lot of times chemicals. It's this process um, emulsifiers, all these different ingredients that our bodies don't utilize, right? It doesn't satisfy our nutrient needs. 
And so you can consume a lot of calories in the pro of a processed food and get very little satisfaction nutritionally, nourishment wise. Okay. And so this is why you, if you're struggling with your weight, I can almost guarantee really what you're struggling with is your hunger. You're hungry all the time and you crave these unhealthy foods. You eat these unhealthy foods and you crave them more. And so it's this vicious cycle that's very difficult to get out of if you're going to consume a lot of processed food. So I want to just make it as simple as possible. What I would suggest and what makes it so much easier, easier, that's what I'm after here. What makes it easier is when you start eating more whole natural foods. And what these foods do is they start to satisfy your nutrient needs. Think about this, folks. If you don't get enough calories in your body, your body sends you a hunger signal. Well, if you don't get enough nutrients in your body, then your body sends you a hunger signal. And this is where you're trapped in. You're not getting the nutrients you need because you're probably eating a lot of processed foods. So as you start to replace it with whole natural foods, you start to satisfy this deep nutrient need you have within yourself. And you start to feel a sense of satisfaction that you may never have felt in your life. Okay, it's very common at this point that people could live their entire lives primarily eating processed foods. So the greatest gift you can give yourself for your health and for your weight is to start eating more whole natural foods and begin to cut down on the processed foods. And you're going to find that not only do you feel a lot better, but you're also going to start to lose some weight most likely. So I hope this helps you out and I wish you the best with your weight loss journey. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. Um, it can be about anything. It can be about processed foods. It can be about anything having to do with weight. What's up, Don? How's it going? Um, Gene says, which would be your top five for us at the beginning of this journey? Um, which would be your top five? I'm not sure what you mean by top five. Top five foods? If you could add, I'm not sure exactly. Oh, top five books. <laughs> you just followed up. Top five books. Oh my goodness. Um, I get asked this question a lot and I literally wrote down on a piece of paper. <laughs> so what, right? But it's, uh, it's literally right there. The top five, top five reading books. Um, and I have not done that yet. And the reason I struggle with that is I read 50 books a year, um, about everything, psychology, nourishment, movement, weight loss, everything having to do with weight mastery. And, um, so, but let me off the top of my head, salt, sugar, fat. I would recommend that Michael Moss. Great book. I love that book. Um, the end of overeating another great book. I would strongly recommend it. Um, here's a little bit of a different one, but I really like it a lot. And it's called, what's it called? Eating on the wild side. Eating on the wild side is really good. And I'll tell you why it goes into all the details of fruits, vegetables, um, that you don't know. It, 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 like cauliflower, right? There, there's there's a bunch of types of cauliflower. There's a bunch of type of broccoli and on and on and on. And so I think reading that book, what happens is you get a much richer idea of vegetables and fruits, um, the best way to prepare them, um, which ones are the most nutrient dense. But I think it's very, very insightful. So um, then the big one, okay, here's the big one, How Not to Die by uh, um, Dr. Greger. I, I love that book. That was, that was a big impact on me as well. So I'm giving you kind of all food-related books. Let me think of one psychology book I would give you. And it's an NLP. I'm thinking of neuro-linguistic programming. Those are the biggest books to me. I don't, this is kind of like, you know, Use Your Brain for a Change, Frogs and the Princes. Those are psychology books. They're not directly related to, to weight, but they're all about your behavior and how you think. So 
yeah, those would be the ones I guess I would recommend just off the top of my head. And I got to give this a little more time because I, I actually rank my books. So it's an easy thing to do. I just got to do it. But I will, I'm going to put a, a video together. One of the things I'm going to start doing here in the new year, I'm going to make one today, is I'm going to start making longer form videos over my YouTube channel. So if you're not f following me over on YouTube, um, start, start, okay? Because I'm going to start putting um, more longer form videos on there. They're going to be very, very helpful to you. Uh, so again, my, my YouTube is Jim Katsoulis. And you, you can go check it out over there. I got some hypnosis sessions up there. There's, there's some content already, um, but primarily I've been doing TikToks for last year. And so uh, I'm going to start doing longer form content over there. But that's one of the, the videos I will be doing. Uh, let's see what else, what else? Yeah, you're welcome, Gene. I hope those help you out. They will help you out. There's no doubt about it. Um, listen, you know, reading, watching documentaries is another form of programming, right? So my, my course is called Program Yourself Thin. And again, there's all kinds of ways to program your, your mind. You're getting programmed all the time through commercials, right? The, the main hypnosis you're receiving, and you're, we're all being hypnotized all the time, okay? We're hypnotic creatures. This gets to the core. It makes me crazy as a hypnotist that people don't know hypnosis. And you don't have to know a lot about it. You just need to know the basic structure of your brain in a hypnotic context. And it's basically this, that you have a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. Your conscious mind is very logical and rational. This is the part of your brain that wants you to lose weight, knows what you should do to lose weight, tries to get you to do it. That's where your willpower is. Your subconscious mind is the part of your brain that runs all your habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Okay, so when it comes to your weight, your weight is not dictated consciously. If it was, it'd be really easy to lose weight. If you just ate the food you knew you should to lose weight, you'd have no problem losing weight. The problem is that you don't know what to eat. The problem is you do not know how to get yourself to consistently eat that way. And you never learn how to influence your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors on a deeper level. And so what you find with your weight loss is you're constantly fighting against yourself. Your conscious mind is constantly fighting against your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind is always going to win. Your, you, your weight is dictated by your subconscious programming. And so we use hypnosis and program yourself then to program your subconscious mind. But another way to program your subconscious mind is commercials. When you're watching commercials, commercials are the most powerful hypnosis that you're exposed to. Um, and then, you know, after that is on the good side of it is watching documentaries, reading books is a way of programming because it changes the way you think about foods. It changes the way you think about health, weight, different things that you read about. And that's what we're looking to do. We're looking to go to the core and change the way you think about things. Not just what you're doing with the dieting, with the diet is you're, you're thinking exactly the same as you always do, but you're just trying to fight against it. And it's not working and it's never going to work. You can't fight against yourself to create the changes. You have to transform yourself. That's why program yourself then is an inside out approach to transformation and change. As opposed to what you're doing with the dieting, you're doing an outside in change, right? You're trying to force yourself to eat differently, live differently so that you lose the weight and then you'll become another version of yourself. How's that working? You know, it doesn't work well. And so we want to go from the inside out. We want to change how we think of ourselves to bring it really home. Your weight is a physical projection of your mental self. If you're overweight, it's because you think of yourself as an overweight person, primarily. The behaviors create the overweightness, but the thought and the belief of who you are creates the behaviors. So um, again, we want to go to the source of it. But yeah, the, the, the author for Frog's um, 
Frogs and Princes is Richard Bandler. Again, I will be the first to say neurolinguistic programming NLP um, was a, a philosophy, a psychology, you know, concept in the 70s. Not everything in there holds up. I'll be the first to admit that. But I think conceptually, as, as far as an idea of how to create change, how to influence our thinking and how we behave, I've never seen anything more practical and useful. Never, you know? So I think that... um I think those books are amazing. And that's what I am. I'm a neurolinguistic programming trainer, you know, and I use hypnosis, I'm a master hypnotist. Those are the main tools I use with my clients. Um, I'm also a certified coach, so I use coaching strategies as well. But I think what makes what I'm doing different is that, you know, again, when it comes to weight loss, everyone's telling you what to do, but no one ever shows you how to get yourself to do it, which leads you to the core problem you keep running up against is that you don't know how to change your behaviors long term. Right. And here you are, right? So the first couple of weeks of January, you might be right in the middle of forcing yourself to follow a plan and you're struggling with it, or you're already off it because you went right back to your normal behaviors. You know, again, your normal behaviors are what you're programmed to do. Your subconscious programming that has been installed through your life, that's what's dictating your weight. Don't you notice this? Like if you're not paying attention to your weight, if you're not like intentionally dieting or exercising, you're just living your life eating, what are you doing? You, you know what I mean? Like you're gonna be overweight. And so you have two mindsets. You have your overweight mindset and you have your diet mindset. And those are the two mindsets you keep flip-flopping between. But the worst case in that is that you even diet yourself down to your goal weight and you still get the same problem, that you got an overweight mindset and a diet mindset. And so the real secret to creating the, the weight and the changes you want is to create a thin and healthy mindset. And I think using hypnotic techniques or linguistic programming techniques is the best way to do that, you know? Tabby says, not me watching this eating at McDonald's. It's one of those days trying to destroy old habits. No problem, Tabby, don't, don't worry about that. You know, I, I literally, I was driving back today from the coffee shop and I was like, oh man, I really want a croissant, you know? Because I've been eating croissants last month. Right? Again, it's the holiday month. Last month is probably your shittiest eating month of the year. For most people, December is the shittiest eating month. Was for me. And so now I'm back in, I got those old, those old flames kind of kicking back up again, you know? And so um, I didn't do it simply because I parked my car in the other direction. I was kind of aiming away from it. I was like, ah, I don't feel like it. But then I'm like, oh, you know what? I still got pizza at home that I made the other night. I'm going to have a piece of pizza, you know? So I, I ended up not doing it just simply because. I have more strategies than you, but I may have done it. You know what I mean? So, so I want to make clear, this is the message. I, I, I want to get this message out almost more than any other message is that we're always, we're going to make mistakes. I, I the, the thing about the diet mindset that really makes me the most upset is this idea that you think you're going to start January 1st, Monday and be perfect and like never have one of those days. You're setting yourself up for failure. Diet set you up for failure right off the beginning because you're stepping into this perfection paradigm. Every diet is a perfection paradigm where you start on day one doing something intense and extreme and you're gonna maintain that until you get to your goal weight. And so anytime you make a mistake because you go into it expecting you're gonna be perfect. And so any mistake that happens is catastrophic and blows you off the, off the track, okay? You have to understand that this is, you're not going to be perfect. You, you've got to let that go. I'll argue with you all day too because I've had this argument with a bunch of people. Jim, I got to be all or nothing. If I have a little bit of this, I'll go all of it. And then I got to be all or nothing. Oh yeah, well, how's your all or nothing working out for you? 
30 years into trying to lose weight and you still haven't done it. So don't tell me that you have to be all or nothing. It's not fucking working for you. So stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not, I don't even get so aggressive, but it's like I get in this argument regularly and people are so they're so like hold on to their their shitty limiting beliefs so strongly. We all do that. I do that too. Um, we all hold on to our shitty limiting beliefs. And one of them, when it comes to weight loss, is that you got to be all or nothing. That is the biggest bunch of bullshit I, I just ever heard. Because you can't be all because you can't be perfect. You know, so again, I always suggest to program yourself then we're all or something. You got to have some room for some, some mistakes. Because that's what you learn and grow from. Everything in your life that you've gotten good at over time, it's always because of the mistakes that are the biggest teachers for you. And it's no different with weight loss. But when it comes to weight loss, because you think like a dieter, every time there's a mistake, you just quit. And so, you know, you're perfect for three days, you make a mistake, and now you're off track for three months. And then you get mad again, and you start it, I'm perfect for three days, off track for three months. That, that's not a good strategy. That, that plan is not going to get you the results you want. All right. So Tabby, it's no big deal. I'm glad you're listening to me. The fact that you can listen to me, if you didn't turn me off yet, but the fact that you can listen to me while you're reading McDonald's is really a first step because you all are all or nothing. Right. So a lot of people, they're eating McDonald's. They see me come on. Oh shit. I got to turn them off. Cause I'm in, I'm in, I got to do this mode. I'm eating mode. I can't think about weight. I'm, I'm a bad person right now. So you're actually in a better spot. If you're eating McDonald's, eating a cupcake, eating your bullshit and listening to me. Because at least now you're bringing awareness into the situation. Because usually when we eat our bullshit, we, we go into denial mode, you know, even while we're eating it. And so even the fact that you're listening to me while you eat that stuff is a step forward. So don't worry about it, Tab. We all have those days. We all have those days. And how about this, folks? You're always going to have those days. How about that? <laughs> how about there's no, there is no single chance of you entering some reality in the future where you step into a perfectionist, situation where you're perfect with your reading and then you're just perfect from that point forward. It's never, ever, never going to happen. It's especially never going to happen if you've been struggling for 20 years. It's just never going to happen and it doesn't have to. Okay. I always tell people, this is why you got to stop with the fucking weight loss and you got to start focusing on weight mastery. It's a totally different thing. And so the most important skill for weight mastery is the ability to get back on track quickly. It's not to be perfect. Trying to be perfect is the worst thing you can try and do. It's that simple. Which is why program yourself then, the biggest technique I teach you is the redo technique. So that you can, it's a technique that allows you to make a mistake, then learn from it and get back on track fast. Because guess what? You're going to make lots of mistakes. I make mistakes constantly. I mastered my weight for 30 years, but I'm always making mistakes. My eating is never just perfectly clean. That's the message I want to get out there. Because you're thinking to lose the weight, I got to be perfect. Why? First of all, you think about weight. You think about dieting and weight loss as a temporary thing. First off, you think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to diet until I lose the weight. And so as soon as you think of it as a temporary thing, the next question comes, well, let's get it over as quick as possible. Okay. So now you're like, I want to lose the weight as quick as possible. And so I need the most extreme plan to do it. And so now you're thinking of your weight loss like it's a sprint, metaphorically. Because a sprint, if you run a sprint, you have to run a perfect race. If you trip a little bit running a sprint, you lost. It's catastrophic, okay? You trip a little bit running a marathon, not a big deal. You can make up for it because it's a longer time frame. And so you subconsciously think about weight loss as this short-term extreme thing where you have to be perfect. And it's, 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 that, that is the outer framework of your diet or mindset that's keeping you the most stuck.
There's a lot of other stuff too, but those are the big ones. And until those change, you're never going to get the results because here's the thing, folks. Please never say this again. Don't say, I know what I got to do, Jim. I just need to do it. I just need to get myself to do it. I know exactly what I got to do, Jim. I just need to get myself to do it. Bigger bullshit words have never been spoken than that phrase. It's not true. If you're not doing it, it's because you do not know how to do it. Because you want to lose weight, don't you? So if you knew how to lose weight, you'd be doing it. Knowing that you should cut carbs out is not knowing how to lose weight. Do you understand? That's the bullshit the diet industry has kind of taught you. Knowing that you shouldn't eat for 16 hours is not knowing how to lose weight. It's having a vague, vague idea of something you should do. But the real secret is in the nuts and bolts of how you actually get yourself to do it. And that all comes down to how you're thinking about things, how you feel about things, and ultimately how you behave about things. Anyways, writer, Frogs and Princes. Yeah, Richard Bandler. I think I answered that one already. Um, Biscuit, I'm down. I'm two days strong from your advice, and I've got my mom eating healthy too. Thank you. You're welcome, Biscuit. That's awesome. That's great. I'll take a little screenshot of that. I always like the success stories I get here on here, which that's a fun part too. You know, again, for for a long time, for the last number of years, I've been... um, Writer, Frog Prince is not on Audible. I wouldn't be surprised if it's not on Audible. It's it's a kind of a rarish book, I would say. Um, yeah, Frogs into Princes or Using Your Brain for a Change is really good. I think Using Your Brain for a Change is probably a better like intro book, you know? Um, but it's Richard Bandler, B-A-N-D-L-E-R. He's one of the creators of NLP. I think he's a genius. He's like geniuses, they're complicated characters. Okay, so so you heard it here first, but I think he is a genius person. Um, so yeah, those are good books I think to read. But I'm an NLP trainer, I'm biased. <laughs> but I think they're really good. Um, All or nothing keeps us unhealthy, slow down and relax. That's right, Don. Yeah, exactly, slow down and relax. There's no rush. Is the all or nothing mindset that is setting me for failure? I'm learning this is a slow process. It is a slow process, folks, but you already know it's a slow process because if I ask you how long you want to keep the weight off for, what's your answer? Right? You all want to lose weight quickly. I know that. But then how long would you like it to stay off for? Forever, right? So it's a forever process. I know I say that. I'm like, you know, weight loss is a, is a never-ending marathon and people get all deflated. But don't you want to be thin and healthy for the rest of your life? Yeah, right. <laughs> so it is a long, it's a slow, long-term process. Who gives a shit how long it takes to lose the weight? If you set yourself up to do it one time, again, you're not setting yourself up to do it one time. You as a dieter are setting yourself up to lose weight lots of times. Because why? Because you're, you're losing weight in ways that are too overwhelming. They're too extreme. They're too depriving to you. They're too frustrating. They're too hard. They're too boring. If you're not losing weight, right now actively. It's because you don't want to do the things you think you need to do to lose weight. So instead of saying, I just made, I'm going to make a video on this, but I just, I wrote this as a description. Um, How you lose weight is more important than how much weight you lose. Okay. You've been fixated by the diet industry on how can I lose weight as fast as possible, but it's blinded you to the other side of the equation that you've got to do something to lose that weight quickly. So the faster you want to lose weight, the more extreme the plan has to be. If we go to the most extreme plan, we go to water fasting, just as as an example. Water fasting is probably the most extreme way to lose weight quickly. Okay. Um, And so you'll probably lose weight the fastest water fasting, but it's going to be the least sustainable method as well. 
Do you understand? The more extreme it is, the less sustainable it is. And so what do you keep doing? You keep choosing plans that are too overwhelming for you. They're unsustainable. How many times can you try the keto thing? How many times can you try not eating for 16 hours out the gate? You know what I mean? You keep jumping into things you hate doing, you don't like, they're too hard, they're frustrating, and you don't stick with them. And then you say, the problem is my consistency. Is the problem you and your consistency or is the problem that you keep choosing really difficult plans over and fucking over? I always, I made a video on this one the other day, but dieters love doing shit that doesn't work. You know, all humans do to some degree. We, we tend to do what we did, you know, but dieters, especially it's right in front of you that it's like, Jesus Christ, if you've been trying to lose weight for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. And that the crazy thing about that is, yeah, people try different stuff, but basically they got their favorites, right? It's like, how many times have you tried Weight Watchers? And now the key, how many times, how many years have you been trying to do keto? It's like, instead of doing something different, you just keep doing the same shit that doesn't work. Now, it doesn't make sense logically when I say it like this in this context, but you're caught up in it. And if you take a step back and look at what you've been doing to lose weight, that's what you're going to find. You keep trying the same shit that doesn't work. And then, you know, instead of realizing that though, then you start blaming yourself and you start with the bullshit. No matter what I do, I can't lose weight. That's not true. You ever tried a mindset approach? Probably not, and I don't blame you. You don't know about a mindset approach. Where are you going to learn a mindset approach from? The diets aren't going to teach you that. The diets don't want you to lose weight. If you don't know, I like to say this every day too, because all the diets you're referencing, the reason you're not losing weight is you do not know how. Why do you not know how? Because all the diets you're referencing to lose weight are all owned by big food companies. Did you know that Weight Watchers is owned by Heinz? Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle? Atkins Food Products is owned by the same company owns Onions, Pretzels, and Cinnabon. Slim Fast owned by the same company owns Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream. Do you really think they don't want you to eat their bullshit food and lose weight and eat less food and lower their profits? Or do you think they like getting you coming and going? And then the, the worst part of it, the most insidious part, is when you start the diet, they're filling your head with all bullshit on top of it. So not only are they taking your money with the food, they're taking your money with the diet, but then they're filling your head with a bunch of bullshit that keeps you stuck in this hamster wheel trying to lose weight. Because how the fuck, how are you at this 20, you're a smart, intelligent person. How are you at this 10, 20, 30 years and you don't know how to lose weight anymore now than you did before you started your first diet? You're not on a path of progress and improvement and growth and learning. You're on a hamster wheel and you're not getting anywhere. You know? So yeah, all or nothing mindset, pretty much. I don't know. How's it going to work? <laughs> Nina says, I'm listening. Good, good. Listen. Um, Astra says, I'm not on Zoom tonight. It's too late for me over here. It's midnight. Yeah, it's too late, Astra. Go to sleep, get some rest, and we'll see you tomorrow during our regular call. Astra's in the program, so we do group coaching calls, and I just changed the time of uh, one of them. Um, Painterell, I'm listening after a month long of binging, but it doesn't matter. I'm still learning. Yeah, exactly, Painterell. It doesn't matter. See, that's the thing. If you can get out of the idea of being all or nothing, because the other idea of all or nothing is your, your start and stop, on, off, is another way to think about it. And so the real secret to mastering your weight, like last, last month I was binge, I was, I was binging, but I was eating a lot more. I was eating a lot more bullshit. I ate a lot of cookies, sugar, drank more wine. I was, I was holiday eating mode, but the whole time I'm learning things. I'm paying attention. I'm not freaking out. I'm not going into denial because I can't take the, the reality that I'm eating bullshit again. 
I'm not doing all the stuff that dieters do. I'm there, I'm present, I'm, I'm, I'm all or something. So even though I'm eating shittier, I'm still drinking my water, meditating, doing all the stuff I do lifestyle-wise. I'm still nourishing myself more, you know what I mean, than I used to. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm eating more sugar, I'm eating more carbs, all the rest of it. But um, I'm also still doing stuff. You know, the all or nothing thing, people just completely opt out of everything. And then you expect January 1st is going to roll around, just pop right back into it. What? What? As if the previous month makes it doesn't have any impact, you know, and that's a dieter's mindset in a nutshell. This idea that you just because, oh, because tomorrow's Monday, I'm going to be perfect with my eating. Oh, you don't think eating sugar and fucking bullshit for a month is going to be imp- any impact on your hunger and your cravings, your mood, your energy levels tomorrow? Like, that's the craziness of a dieter is that you think willpower conscious. I'm just going to just going to take control. Of everything starting tomorrow hasn't worked in 30 years, but tomorrow's different. Why? I don't know, because that's what I like to say. Every Sunday night, I like to say tomorrow's different, and I like to believe it. You know what I mean? I gotta, I don't even, I'm getting aggressive here, but it's like, it just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. And again, the, the main reason I care about this is twofold. One is what you're putting in your mouth, how you're living is the number one thing most likely that's going to impact your longevity, how long you're alive for. I want you to live as long as you can. And the second thing is what you're putting in your mouth consistently, how you're living is the number one thing that's going to impact your quality of life during those years you're alive, you know? And so if you keep trying the diets and you don't get anywhere, you stay in this, this loop, Never mind how you look. I'm talking about how you think, how you feel, how you live, who you are. You stay in this loop of being less than you could be. Programming yourself thin is not just about weight loss. It's really taking the weight loss, wrapping it in personal development and using that as an opportunity to become the best version of yourself possible. Who's the best you that you can be? That's what I help people do. And one aspect of that is weighing what you want to weigh. But there's a lot more benefit too. If you were at your goal weight, never mind how you look, but how would you feel? If you mastered your eating, if you mastered your lifestyle, you mastered your weight so you could live at your goal weight on near autopilot where you could take all that worry about weight and food and eating and all the rest of it, it could just fade away. And you figured out how to eat, how to live, how to be a thin and healthy person on near autopilot. What would you, how would your life be different? How would you feel different? How would your relationships be impacted? How would your work be impacted? How would your life be impacted if you were thin and healthy and it was just who you were? You enjoyed it, you figured it out, you mastered it. How would your life be different? It would be tremendously different. This is the point I'm trying to make. Stop just focusing on what you look like. The diet industry has conditioned you to only think about your weight loss motivation in terms of how you look. Because the diet industry is the food industry, folks. So the diet industry doesn't want you to constantly think about food and what it's doing to your body and your health and your quality of life. They want you to think in calories. Calories is this disassociated concept that's just related to weight. You notice that? The calories is just a weight-related concept. And so, never mind what you fucking look like. How do you feel? You know, it's like I'm getting to be 50. I'm sore. I'm exactly at my goal when I do yoga all the time. How do you feel? How do you feel walking up and down the stairs? How do you feel getting up in the morning? How do you feel when you got to bend down and pick something up off the floor? How do you feel if you want to get on the floor with your grandkids? How do you feel in the middle of the day when you're exhausted and tired? How are your moods being impacted by the fucking shit you're shoveling into your body and the way you're living? How's that affecting your most important relationships? Do you see what I mean? The diet industry just wants you to think about how you look. 
So you've seen millions of weight loss ads that are always the before and after picture. So your motivation to lose weight is I want to look better. Meanwhile, you're struggling to get out of bed. You're struggling to move up and down the stairs. You're getting winded walking down the driveway. You know what I mean? I don't say this to be cruel. I say it to point out the main issue here is how you, who you are, how you feel, how you're feeling day in and day out. Yeah, I want you to look better too, but it's not enough motivation. It hasn't been and it won't be. You think you're going to be more motivated to lose weight because you want to look better as you get into your 50s and 60s? <sighs> I get a, I'm all worked up because I, I always start watching this documentary on Netflix. Um, what's it called? You are what you eat, you know? And again, you know, my, my man Gregor's, I love, I love Dr. Gregor. He, he is my, my favorite guy person in terms of like nutrition. I think he's the Michael Jordan of, of nutrition research, you know? And um, it's got me all fired up again. But I talk about this all the time because the, the wanting to look better, I know you think it, you think it should be enough motivation, right? Like you'd argue with me, no, I, Jim, I really want to look better. I really, really want to look better. I know you think that, but it's not true if you haven't been losing weight. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, like you know, you got to let go of that. You're tricking yourself. You really don't give a shit. If you're not losing weight, you don't really care about what you look like. <laughs> Nina says this is free therapy. It is. That's what I do this for. This is what I do with my clients, and I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> Julia, <laughs> the legend is live streaming. That's funny. Thank you. Um, cutting carbs out completely isn't healthy. Agreed. Agreed. It's a weird, it's a weird thing, folks. <laughs> There's no ketosis. The keto diet, ketosis was created for people that were epileptics. It was a diet created to try and treat epilepsy. There's no societies living in ketosis. You know, you might have some Eskimo societies that go into ketosis times of the year because they're just eating whale blubber, but there's no, there's no societies in nature that are living in ketosis. It's a, you know, but that's the diet thing. Dieters get so, you get so desperate. You just buy into anything. You know, you just believe anything. And you know, you're in trouble when you start being like, ah, I don't think I should eat that fruit and those, that, that, those vegetables, no vegetables and fruits for me. They got carbs in them, Jim. Okay, that might be that. That might be the line you you don't. <laughs> when you start thinking you should give up fruits and vegetables, you might want to reflect on what you're doing. You know, now refined carbs. Yeah, you're gonna have to probably consume refined carbs. You know, but that's a different story. Uh, Penelope, do you have any before and after pics? I do. Yes. And by the way, that reminds me. If you if you're all not in my my world yet, and what that means is getting on my email list. Um, or working with me, but, but the, the first step usually is go to my bio. If you're on TikTok, go to my bio, you know, click the little face of me, then click the other link, go to my bio. And there's a link I put in there that, um, if you click it, I'm gonna give you a free hypnosis session. It's called the new thin me and it's a kickstart session. It's de designed to help you clarify what your goal is and help you connect to it. It's a motivation session. It's 10 minutes. You listen to that session, I guarantee you, you will be making better food choices for the next couple of days automatically. Don't do anything else. Just listen to the session one time and it's going to make you automatically make better food choices. Okay? But then I also give you a training, three steps to master your weight. And this is the most important piece of what I give you for free, I think, because this will give you a whole new concept of how to approach your weight. And in that that um, presentation, I, I show a before and after picture. Now, it's not dramatic. I want to make that clear. I was 50 pounds heavier, but 50 pounds heavier, like we're, we're used to at this point. So again, it's a lifetime of before and after pictures that are outliers, you know, which by the way, is why you're never going to be happy. 
You're never going to be happy. If you only care about how you look, you're never going to be happy. I, I'll tell you what I mean. Because you've seen a whole lifetime of outlier before and after pictures. People being obese to being like bodybuilders. You know what I mean? That's what you're always seeing in the marketing. And so you'll see my face. Oh, you weren't that heavy. I was 50 pounds heavier and I was 19. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, if I stayed on that path, I probably would have been 70 pounds overweight now. You know, I don't, I don't think I would have been obese. I don't think, I, well, I mean, actually, technically that would have had me obese. I was, I don't think I would have ever been morbidly obese. I don't think that was in my genetics, in my personality, all the rest of it. But I, I easily could have seen myself walking around 70 pounds heavier than I am. I had one blip. I've been the same way for 30 years. I had one blip about 12 years ago. My son was born. We moved to a new house, redoing everything, um, running a business. There's a lot of stress. And, um, I, I kind of went off track for like six months and I was exhausted and all the rest of it, but I put almost 25 pounds on. So again, I know it, it's always hard to look at someone who's like thin and healthy and say like, Oh, you don't know what it, you don't know what it's like. Um, yeah, I do. I, I know exactly what it's like. My dad died at 54 of a heart attack. Okay. He was obese. He wasn't morbidly obese. He was obese. Um, I sit here in front of you, practically a vegan. Like I, I don't, I don't eat any meat. I'm a pescatarian, but I eat very little dairy um, very little saturated fat in my diet. My cholesterol was over 250. No, I'm on statins now. So it's like, you know, listen, the, the, the genetics I have, if I didn't get on the path I'm on, geez, I, I think I would have been straight on a path to dying early too, you know? So, so again, I, I don't know why I bring that up, but, but, um, anyways, the before and after pictures are in that presentation if you want to see them. But, but that's what I'm trying to say. Like when I say that, if you just focus on how you look, you're never going to be satisfied. And this is why I say this. I had a, um, two years ago, I spent the year and I was certifying coaches in the program yourself thin method. One of the coaches, she was a, she had been, uh, a, she, she was, she was going to bodybuilding competitions. Okay. And so I asked her, I said, what was it like? I'm like, right before you're about to step on that stage, you're like literally your single digit body fat, which is super low for a woman. I'm like, you, you did all that work. You look at yourself. I'm like, what that feel like to feel just like that moment of perfection. I was like, she goes, I didn't feel a moment of perfection. She's like, I just noticed more and more little things that I wasn't happy with. You know what I mean? It's a trap folks. You're never, there's always some way you're not going to look the way you want to. Why? Because we're fed a constant stream of outliers. You spend your time looking at people that are genetic outliers in terms of how they look. Um, their whole life is their body. And on top of that, they're manipulated by lighting and Photoshopping and all the rest of it. And you're comparing yourself to that. You're probably never going to look like that, you know? So, so we got to deal with that as well. But that's a little off topic. But yeah, you can go watch that, that training. You should really watch it. It's about a half hour. It'll change the way you think about weight loss. Again, go to my bio, get the hypnosis session, watch the training. And I email you stuff every day. I email you encouraging, positive, supportive coaching emails every day. What I email you is from a program I used to charge for, and I just give it to you now, okay? Um, pat your heart. What's your best advice then? All these shot options seem to get results but are terrifying to me. Oh, yeah, the shot options. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't stand it. But what I want you to notice, because you're seeing it now for the first time, and you won't see this in a month or two, Right now, you're noticing, because it's new, all of the shot advertisements, aren't you, right? The word of the year, the phrase of the year, you're going to be so sick of it by the time we get to the end of the year, a, a phrase you haven't thought of ever in your life before last year, you will not be able to get away from this year. Do you know what it is? Food noise, okay? But I want you to pay attention to all of the... Um, I want you to. I want you to really think about... All of the ads you're seeing, 
because again, you don't realize how conditioned you are to think like a dieter. And the shots are thinking like a dieter. That's not a holistic, comprehensive solution, folks. It's a short-term fix, if that. It may or may not even work for you, by the way. Okay, when it works, it may it works because it makes it takes the pleasure away from food, you know. So you feel nauseous if you eat food. You think you're gonna be nauseous. I've been dealing with food noise for thirty years, folks. You know how you deal with the food noise? Running your own brain, how you talk to yourself. You know what are you saying to yourself? You have an internal dialogue. What you're saying to yourself is probably the biggest impact on your weight than anything. You know, so what's my best advice? My best advice is you learn how to run your own mind. You learn how to program your subconscious mind so that you begin to think, live, and eat differently. So that you begin to think, live, and eat like a thin and healthy person. You're never doing that. The diet industry has you trying not to be fat and overweight, but you're never focused on how to be thin and healthy. You don't even know how, and I know this. You're constantly, you're, you're obsessively thinking about what's wrong with me? Why do I keep overeating? How can I lose this weight? Why can't I lose the weight? Why can't I get myself to eat better? Why can't I do this? Why can't I do this? Maybe I should get the shot. Maybe I should get the shot is another way to say. Now, again, there's certain situations where the shot's the appropriate thing. If you're type 2 diabetic, if you're morbidly obese, nothing's working, take the shot. But if you haven't tried a mindset approach first, I, I, can't, I, I can't even imagine. I mean, first of all, who knows what this medicine does? Like, let's be honest. We don't know yet. Do you really want to be that guinea pig, first of all? Has anything in your whole life, weight loss, magic pill worked? This is intense medicine. It's not built for food noise. It was a side effect. It was built to help your pancreas create more, more insulin. It had the side effect of, of affecting food noise. And so, you know, if you're obese and you're taking it and you get down under obese, now your insurance doesn't cover it. Now you get a $1,000 a month habit, right? Or, um, you know, type 2 diabetic, you reverse it. Again, same thing, you know. So my advice is that you learn how to run your own brain. Your brain's running all of your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And it's your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors that are controlling your weight. But you never think about that. You just think, I got to eat better. Well, what, what do you mean you got to eat better? You got to consciously force yourself to eat better starting tomorrow? Like, it's, it's such a, you're just winging it. There's no strategy. Every diet you know of is a tactic, you understand that diets are all marketing and marketing they know they're marketing people that are overwhelmed and frustrated and tired and exhausted and so they got to make it seem as easy as possible i always call it the carnival effect right because like i go to the carnival i love the games the carnival games right and the one i'm always for is the the one with the wicker basket with the softball and like you're walking on the midway with my family and i'll see this person they're just like they're, they're flipping it in like this they're throwing it behind their back they're hook shotting it in and they're, every time it goes in the basket so oh, shit, i can do that and you pay your money and you get the ball and you, you, you and it just bounces out, you know? And that that's what diets are. They make them seem as simple as possible and they're not. There is no, well, I'm here to tell you folks. And again, by the way, the beauty of my life is that I am not here to sell you anything. Yes, I have a coaching program, a program. I don't give a shit if you buy it or not. I don't care. And so what that frees me up to be is honest with you. And I can tell you, there is no simple, easy approach to master your weight. How the fuck could there be? It's like, if you want to play the piano or a musical instrument, if you want to learn a language, if you're going to keep believing people that say, oh, you can learn it in a week. I got a program you can learn in 24 hours. That's not true. A dieter is always so obsessed with chasing the quick fix that they never dedicate the time, the resources, and the energy to just mastering the thing in the first place. God, you, you do think... Like, here's the thing. If you, your problem with the weight is not that you don't know what to eat. What the fuck? Oh my God. If, if it was that easy, 
right? Like if you were a robot, let's just say you're a robot for a second and you could just program on what you're going to eat all day and you got to feed yourself. You know, I'm not going to eat anything. You got to nourish yourself and you just typed in what you're going to eat. You would lose weight because you know what to eat. The problem is you can't get yourself to do it consistently. That's what we're talking about here. So how do you consistently get yourself to eat and live like a naturally thin person? Well, you've got to have more context to your weight loss. I use in the program, we call it the weight mastery pyramid. Okay. So what you're doing to lose weight is you're focusing on eating. That's it. Eating, maybe exercising. Okay. So program yourself. Then we're focusing again, it's a pyramid. The top level is eating, but the bottom and most important level is your mindset. And then the next level is lifestyle and then the eating. And on top of that, besides we got two foundations under it is that everything is customized to you. Because you keep sitting here trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. You're trying to force yourself to do keto. Trying to force yourself to do intermittent fasting. Whatever your shit is that you're trying to do, do, you're just trying to force yourself to do it. It's not, you're not customizing it to you. And you wonder why you can't stick with it. You know, so again, program yourself thin. The only thing I've seen, by the way, program yourself thin is built on the shoulders of people that have lost weight and kept it off for at least two years. I started interviewing those people 30 years ago. So if you really want to master your weight, you really want to be the person who you want to be, you want to be the best version of yourself, that fucking shot ain't going to do it. I, I work with lots of people that are actually on the shot that are in the program. I've had lots of conversations with people that are on this medicine. It's not a cure-all. Maybe you'll lose some weight for a little bit. It doesn't fix your energy levels, your mindset, your eating. It doesn't do that. It gets you to eat less food for a little while as long as you take it. Sometimes, by the way, it's not a 100% success rate. And we're going to find out more shit about it. I can, I can almost guarantee you in five years, it won't, be the, it won't be the magic pill. It'll probably go the way of Fen-Fen. Who knows? But I mean, it's just not... How could it be? Is that what? I, but again, I'm, I'm here to be supportive. So if people are on it, I don't, I don't want to shit talk it. That's not what I want to do. But what I want to say is that for me personally, the way that I want to master my weight is I take my weight and wrap it in personal development. It's not about the weight to me, folks, because at some point the weight evens out. A big mistake people make is they trade the pleasure of the food for the pleasure of the scale going down. But what happens when the scale stops going down? Now you don't have the pleasure of the scale going down or the food. How do you motivate yourself then? And that's where everyone falls apart. Because people, you've all lost weight before. And then you put it back on. The losing weight is not the goal. Okay, hear me. You, you don't want to lose weight. You want to get to your goal weight and you want to live the rest of your life at your goal weight on near autopilot. Okay, that's the difference. You're not aiming at that. All you think about is weight loss as if getting to the goal weight was the finish line. It's not. It's not. You've lost weight before and put it back on. So, so you got to change your goal. I want to live at my goal weight for the rest of my life on near autopilot. That to me is way more motivating. So again, just taking a shot, now I'm not hungry. That's so superficial. I want to change the way I think about myself. I want to feel good. I want to be in control of my mind, my behaviors, my lifestyle, my eating. I want to use this as an opportunity to become the best version of myself possible. You know, so that's my motivation. It's a little different. Um, Shamala says, sorry, I hope you don't mind me asking why are your prices so high? Yeah, I don't mind you asking that at all. Um, yeah, my, my to coach with me, listen, again, everything's relative. To coach private with me is $25,000. Okay, so, oh my God, that's a lot of money. I get it, right? But who am I working with? It's, it's people, celebrities, movie stars, people you've heard of. 
um, successful entrepreneurs, you know, executives, things like that. What do you want? That's why there, there's Fords and there's there's Bentleys. You know what I mean? Like there's just, there's ranges of things. Um, now that allows me, I've been doing that for a while and it, it's a lot of fun and it's good to do, but I wanted to, my mission in life is to help as many people as possible live at their goal weight. So last year is when I started to offer a group coaching version of my program. And so that is, Oh, shit, I still got to fix this, but that's $1,000 today, and I'm going to change it. That's going to $2,000, which I know it sounds like a lot for some people. Although, if you get a shot, <laughs> you don't mind. People go $1,000 a month for a shot. Okay, sign me up. Okay, whatever. I mean, mine's one one-time payment, and we work together for eight weeks. Um, but what I have found, this is what I have found, is that people value what they invest in. You know, that that's what I have found. And so I'm that way, and I found most people are that way. And I find most people with the weight loss, they don't really want to lose weight. They're not willing to put the effort and time and energy into it, is, is what I really see. I see a lot of times with weight loss, people get this kind of like, they get the, they, oh, I'm motivated, I'm excited to do it. And then, um, then they're not the next day. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, if you're going to get results, you need to commit to it. So, yeah, is my program expensive? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think of it as expensive at all anymore. I think... You know, again, it's still a thousand dollars. If you giant up today, it's still a thousand bucks, but it's going to be two thousand dollars. I don't think two thousand dollars is expensive to learn how to master your weight once and for all. And of course, in my program, that's what you do. That's what's so unique about it. A, you learn the program yourself in technique, which is a hypnosis technique you use every night. It takes a minute or two so that you can finally learn how to run your own brain because you have no idea how to run your brain right now. It, you're, you're run amok. I know you already. I know you're watching this. I know you're an overthinker. I know you're an overthinker. You're overthinking shit all the time. I know you're probably a perfectionist. And what you're doing, what you don't realize, the overthinking is not the problem. The problem is what you're overthinking. And what you are overthinking is the problem. What's wrong with me? Why can't I lose weight? Why do I keep eating the bullshit? Why can't I get myself to do this? I mean, is this ever going to happen? Why do I keep... And you're, you're so fixated on the problem. Now, I get it because you think if I keep fixing, I'm going to have this magical breakthrough in thought and everything's going to instantly change. It's not. It hasn't. Shit, you've been on it for 20, 30 years. It hasn't worked. What would happen if you directed all, or at least a lot of that mental horsepower to the solutions? You're never doing that. You are never doing that. You're not saying, how can I easily and naturally lose my weight? How can I easily naturally get myself to eat healthier? How can I enjoy the process of becoming the best version of myself? How can I make it easy to start moving more? How can I start hydrating myself so I feel more alive and energized? You're not, you're not asking any of those questions and you don't have any of those answers. That's why you're struggling in a nutshell. And so until you invest the time, energy, and focus on answering those questions, you're probably never going to get those answers. So that's that, that technique is the key one. And it's really two techniques. The redo and rehearsal technique. Redo is the most important piece because it allows you to learn from your mistakes. So that's what makes Program Yourself Thin so different. See, we're built on the 1% better each day concept. You as a dieter are built on the 100% better. Tomorrow, I'm a, I'm a completely different person. Tomorrow, I never eat a carb again. Tomorrow, I never eat more than 1,200 calories, okay? And you're trying to change everything all at once. And what's happening every time you do that is you are overwhelming yourself. It's the same pattern every time. I'm going to change everything starting tomorrow. You change everything for a couple days and then you go back to what you always do. And now you're 30 years into doing that, you know? And so with Program Yourself Thin, you know how you start? You know how you start the program? Your phone. You wake up tomorrow morning, and I know what you're going to do. I don't know you, and I know you're going to look at your phone within the first 10 minutes of being up. 
and you're going to look at it and there's going to be a message for me. You're going to tap that message and you're going to go listen to your five-minute hypnosis session. For eight weeks, every day you get a five-minute hypnosis session. So you start your day relaxed and calm. And you're getting all this positive stuff put in your head. Each day has a weight loss mantra in it that sticks with you. And it's a sneaky way. After eight weeks, you've got this thin and healthy mindset. You've got 57 mantras floating around back there. Plus there's sleep gnosis sessions. At night there's more sessions if you want to listen to them. They're 10 minutes with core weight loss mantras in it. And so you're, you're, you're bookending your day with these mantras. Right? And so they're naturally changing how you think, feel, and behave about food. Because when you start a diet, are you relaxed and calm? Mm, centered and focused, grounded, peaceful, feeling good? Is that how you start your diets? Yeah. Or do you start them overwhelmed, freaking out, feeling like it's not going to work anyways. What the fuck am I doing? Why do I keep doing this? Oh God. Oh Christ. No carbs tomorrow. Oh shit. Is that how you start it? Which do you think is going to get you better results? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't mean to be snarky because again, I, I live in this reality. And I know, I know you as a dieter, you're just, you're living this because as, as people, we live life like first person. Like we're just going through life like this. And so we're just kind of like going through it. We rarely take a step back and kind of like look at ourselves from a different perspective. That's the big part of the program yourself, thin technique, why it's so powerful. I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but one of the big ones is it allows you an opportunity to kind of pop out of your normal perspective on things. And once you do that, everything changes. You know this because when you're friends, when you have friends that like are complaining about the same shit you're dealing with, cravings, weight loss, exercise, whatever, when they're doing it, you're like, oh, well, you could do this. You could try this. You could do that. Hey, if you try this, hey, don't be so hard on yourself. You got all this wonderful wisdom. The wisdom's there, folks. You've got the wisdom in your head. You just do not know how to access it. It's that simple. You know, and so again, that's, there's a lot of things you learn in the program, but that's one of them. And so then there's the blueprints. Here's the key part. Th these are the two parts of the program. It's the technique you use and it's the blueprints. The hypnosis I said is really just a bonus I give you. Even that, that in itself is, is, is a program. But if you really want to master your weight, you need two things. You need to know what to do and you need to know how to get yourself to do it. Now, the what to do is really interesting because if I was a dietitian, a nutritionist, a doctor, a personal trainer, um, any person who's written one of these typical diet books, what they're going to do is they're just going to tell you what to do. They're going to give you the fastest way to lose the weight, the best way to lose the weight. But you know the best way to lose the weight, the best way to eat is the way that works for you. Okay? And so you tell me the last time when you sat down and customized your own customized one-of-a-kind plan for to have the right mindset, lifestyle, and eating that would allow you to live at your goal weight for the rest of your life on your autopilot. When's the last time you even ever thought that? That I'm going to customize how I can have the right mindset, lifestyle, and eating structures that support me living at my goal weight in the easiest, most enjoyable way possible. And I know you've never even thought that, which is the problem. You know, you're a smart person, but you keep doing the same dumb shit. God damn, if you're going to start a keto plan again, if you think your weight loss hinges on you finally sticking to your keto plan, then, you know, after hearing this, you kind of, you get what you get. I, what, what can I do? <laughs> you know, if you think it's start your intermittent fasting plan again, or trying to, oh God, go back to Weight Watchers. Let me start my Weight Watchers again. It's, it's not going to work. You know this. Okay. So your blueprints become really your customized roadmap. You create and follow and optimize. Because 
again, as a dieter, you think binarily. You think all or nothing. And so you think tomorrow, well, I know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to do it. I'm just not going to eat any carbs. That's what I got to do. Okay? And so it's like, yeah, no. <laughs> that ain't going to work. Why isn't it going to work? Because you haven't changed your mindset at all. Right? Einstein said that. He goes, the level of thinking that created the problem is not the level that can solve it. So you, with your brain that you have right now, that struggled to lose weight for 20 years, what is going to be different next Monday when you start your plan that, that's different than right now? Like something has to be introduced into the system to change it, no? Like what, what would change? You have to tell me. You would have to tell me. What would change between now, right now, while we're talking here, right now, at a 104 Eastern PM on a Tuesday, January 9th, right now, and some magical day in the future when you just start your plan and stick with it. What what changes? Oh, now I get the shots. Okay. Now I'm really motivated. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, something's got to change. And what I would suggest needs to change for you to master your weight is your mindset, your lifestyle, and your eating. And the truth is, even if you knew that, you don't know the granular understandings of that because mindset's usually used as a synonym for willpower, right? People say, come on, you got to have the right mindset. You got to have the right mindset. Well, well how though? How, how do I create the right mindset? I don't know how. If I knew how, I would have already done it. So I'm programming myself then. We break the mindset down into six components. Motivation. Do you know how to motivate yourself? No. Would it help to know? Yeah. <laughs> so that's the first blueprint. That's the first questions we go through is how to motivate yourself. Right? There's a science of motivation. You don't know how to motivate yourself. Let's just be honest. Okay? Once you know how to motivate yourself, you're in a whole different path. The next mindset component is your self-image. You know, your, your weight is a physical projection of your identity, your, your mental self. You, if you've been struggling your weight for 20 years, you identify, you think of yourself as an overweight person. That's got to change. How do you explain people that lose weight and then put it back on, which is 95%. They estimate 85 to 95% of people that lose weight on a diet, put it back on. So how do you explain that? Not the genetics. It's not the plan. It's not your willpower. You did all of them to lose the weight. So what happens after you lose the weight that people put the weight back on? I don't know how you explain it. I explain it that those people never changed their identity. They never changed how they thought. Maxwell Maltz invented the self or identified the self-image. He was a plastic surgeon back in the 50s and 60s who worked with a lot of deformations, you know? Someone had different things going on with them um, and he would fix them and he'd say some of them still acted as if they had the deformations. And so that was the the identification of the self-image. You've lost weight before. How did it feel? Most people, I'll feel over the moon. Well, I'll tell you what really happens because I have these conversations every day with people that are getting close to their goal weight is they're freaking the fuck out because they know how to diet, but they don't know how to live as a thin, healthy person. And so without that excitement of watching the scale go down, their motivation disappears and they never changed anything anyways. Again, you got an overweight mindset and a diet mindset, you know? Dogs are the best medicine. Can't wait to be on my first group coaching call tonight. I can't either. I, I can't figure out what your what your uh, name is because it's, it's dogs uh, with the best medicine, which I agree. Although sometimes dogs are the the I don't know the the worst <laughs> worst medicine. I got a dog though. She's a puppy, but she is she's the cutest. She's the best in the world. But sometimes, oh my goodness, she really tries me. She's a she's a pit bull. But she's a bulldog also, and she's one of the most athletic dogs and strongest dogs I've ever had. 
She's a little bit of a mixed bag. <laughs> but anyways, I can't wait to meet you on the call tonight. That's going to be fun. Um, and, and congratulations. Great job joining the program. I appreciate you joining it. And I can't wait to meet you and work with you. Um, Tree Dunham, I feel stuck. Anytime I think about cutting back on sugar, I feel like it'll be too, too depriving. Yeah, well, there you go. Right? That's what all... Isn't this the craziest idea? Oh, Danielle. Okay. Yeah, Super Danielle. Yeah, okay. I, I remember seeing your name come through. So yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait. Um, great job taking action. Uh, yeah, you're in for a wild ride. And, and the, like I said, the coaching calls... Again, I think the program's really good, but the coaching calls is absolutely the most value I can offer you. So I, I cannot wait to work with you um, and get to know you. Um, but but here we go. So so anytime I think about cutting back on sugar, I feel like it'll be too depriving. I hear this is this is right to the core of it. This is why you're not losing weight, folks. Okay, is subconsciously you associate pain to losing weight. That's where you're at. Your subconscious mind has a pain pleasure scale. It's always measuring things. And when you think about weight loss, you think there's going to be more pain, less pleasure. Isn't that crazy? We call this incongruency in, in, in my world. And so what it means is consciously you want to lose weight more than anything. Subconsciously, you do not want to lose weight because you think it's going to be painful, depriving, boring, hard, difficult, all the rest of it. And this is why you're not losing weight, folks. When I say, I'm sitting here, I'm going to say this again. Now you have a little more context to it. If you're struggling to lose weight and you're overweight, it's because you don't want to lose weight. Let that, let that land for a second. You don't want to lose weight. You wish you'd lose weight. You, you wish you'd lose weight. And you think about losing weight 24 hours a day. You wish you'd lose weight. But you do not want to do the things you think you need to do to lose weight more than you want to keep eating and living the way you're living. And, and thank you, Tree Dunham, for, for being honest and saying that out loud because that's what every single person struggling with their weight is dealing with on some level. It may not be sugar, but it's whatever. Whatever you think you need to do to lose weight, you don't want to do it. And so you're avoiding it. It ain't rocket science, folks. If you think about weight loss 24 hours a day, but you're not losing any weight, it's because you don't want to do the things you think you need to do. Now, how do we fix this? That's the big question. Well, the big question is that you don't need to just cut back sugar. Because cut back, I'm going to imagine cut back is code word for get rid of sugar. And you're just, you're softening it a little bit. But your subconscious mind knows, you know. So again, the three R's of weight loss. Dieting makes you think you only have remove. But the two big ones are reduce and replace. It's a spectrum, folks, right? So if let's just say sugar. If you remove sugar, if you remove carbs, you're going to lose weight the fastest. But removing is the hardest thing to do. So you might remove sugar for a couple days, and then in your mind, you start, you start getting obsessed. Oh, I'm never going to eat sugar again. I'm never going to have a cookie again. I'm never, and whatever your favorite sugar you know, uh, method is, you start getting fixated on that. Oh, no, I'm never going to have ice cream. I'm never going to have ice cream again. What am I going to do if I celebrate? What am I going to do if, what am I gonna do if I get sweat? What am I going to do when it's a nice summer day? I'm never going to get ice cream again. I'm never going to have ice cream again. And that's what you get fixated on, right? And then forget it. Because again, listen, weight loss is a means to an end. Losing weight in and of itself does not make you happy. It's like money, right? It's a means to an end. And so if you starve yourself to lose weight, yeah, you lost weight, but you're miserable. Right. And so we can't just look at the weight loss outcome you want. We can't just look at the weight loss you want to achieve. We've got to look at the process you're using to achieve it. And this is what the diet never focuses you on. Because dieters always say, I don't give a gym, just tell me what to do. I don't give a shit what I got to do. I just want to lose the weight. Well, that's not true. You'd absolutely give a shit what you have to do. Because if you didn't give a shit what you had to do, then anyone would lose weight. 
because all you need to do to lose weight is reduce your average calorie consumption over time and you will lose weight 100%. You might lose it slower than someone else. It might take you longer than you thought, but you will lose weight. Okay? So what's happening is you don't want to. You don't want to lose the weight because you're saying it's not worth it. Who gives a shit if I lose weight? I'm fucking miserable without the sugar. And you're not saying sugar, folks. You understand that? You're not sitting there spooning sugar into your mouth. You've got to say it in context of which you eat it. Uh, no more ice cream. No more cookies. Because now it's a real visceral thing. Sugar is a disassociated concept to you. You, you enjoy the sugar through the, the method you like to eat it in. And you have a lot of emotional connection to that. And so, Tree Dunham, I would be curious to know which sugar exactly, right? Because now all of a sudden you say, okay, I really want to lose weight, but I got to give up my cookies forever. And that's why you're not going to do it, folks. And that's why your all or nothing mindset is toxic and trash and it's stopping you from losing weight. That's why we want to be all or something. That's why program yourself then. We have a 5-2 model of eating. Five days of clean eating, two days of pleasure eating. So that you're not giving up sugar forever. You're not giving up cookies forever. We're just going to ease off of them for the week. And then on the weekend, you can eat some cookies. Oh, but if I do that, you're going to eat all the cookies. Well, you're eating all the fucking cookies now anyways, first of all. And B, bullshit, because you've never even tried doing this. You've never tried learning how to pleasure, eat for pleasure in a moderated way. Because you don't even, you want to know something? You may not even believe this. You don't even know how to eat for pleasure. You think you're eating for pleasure, but you're not. You're mostly eating your bullshit foods as a way to escape unpleasant feelings. You're using it as a distraction primarily. It's pleasurable in the moment. I wouldn't disagree with you, but it's not pleasure. It's like a little, it's a quick little high that distracts you from the bullshit in your life. Real pleasure? You want to get the most pleasure out of food possible? You want to know? Eat it at your goal weight when you're mastered your eating, your lifestyle, and your mindset. So people say, oh, Jim, I could never eat like you. I like cookies too much. Yeah, I like cookies too. And I bet I enjoy the cookies more than you do. Because when I eat those cookies, there is not a shred of guilt. There's not a shred of shame. There's not a shred of worry because I know I'm eat the cookie and I go right back to my plan. I'm eating the cookie. I'm right at my goal weight. A cookie's not the problem. It's not having control over the cookies. It's the problem. So you tell me, wouldn't you enjoy the cookies, the ice cream, the bullshit more? If you felt under in control, if you're at your goal weight, you felt good about yourself. So learning how to eat for pleasure is literally almost, I swear in a weird way, it's almost more important than eating. You're not a diet eat, you know? The problem is you don't know how to pleasure eat in a moderated way. Because what do you do? Again, it's, it's famous. Dieters are famous for this. They call it the what the hell effect. Um, kind of colloquially, it's the counter-regulatory effect more technically. But it's basically the, the more you restrict your eating over here, and, and again, as a dieter, you're not doing a 5-2 model. You're not, you can't look for, you know how easy it is? Knowing that I'm going to eat, and here we are Tuesday, and it's like, I'm already in my head, and I do this every week, I'm already thinking about this weekend, what I'm going to eat. And I'm just kind of coasting through the week, but I got my mind set on what I'm going to eat for the pleasure on the weekend. You know? I'm not going to get into all of it, but we're talking about dopamine here. Everything I'm teaching people is based in neuroscience. Like, it's the most cutting-edge shit. It's so strategic. It's I really am. I got to tell you, like, like what I've created here, I, I don't want to just be like, this is not a time for false modesty. I have put the work in. I've been doing this for 30 years personally, 20 years professionally. I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. I've been, I've had program yourself in as a course and a, and a concept for over 20 years. And I just keep refining it. I just keep making it better. And it's, it's exciting for me because I would say last year when I started doing the group coaching, 
through the program, that was uh, just another big distinction. The program got a lot better and it just keeps on getting better. <laughs> Thanks, Danielle. I know I'm all excited here because it's like, I, I just, it's just, again, when it comes down to it on, on its core is everyone in the weight loss industry is telling you what to do. You know what I mean? And again, like, like even we take it to a nutritionist and dietitian, which have a, a million arguments with them. Um, and I believe what they're doing. I, I agree with everything they're saying. They know more about nutrition than I do. But what they don't know is that who gives a shit? They ain't going to do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Who, you think you just need to tell people what to eat and that's that, you know? So it's like literally the entire weight loss industry. You Give me an exception. The entire weight loss industry is telling you what to do. Who is helping you get yourself to do it? And so, listen, this is the, I'm, I'm proud of myself for this because it's been hard. Like, like I'm not going to lie because I've had to create this myself. I, I've studied everything. Neurolinguistic programming, hypnosis, psychology, neuroscience, cognitive behavioral therapy, transactional analysis. I mean, just just literally, I've read thousands of books at this point. Always looking to take something that, that, that works, discard the rest in creation of the system. And there's so much strategy in it. But even the 5-2 model, it's not a cheat day. It's a pleasure day. You're eating for pleasure. And I know you're terrified to eat for pleasure, aren't you? Right? You're terrified to eat for pleasure because you feel like you have no control, which is another way to say you don't know how to eat for pleasure. And if you don't eat for pleasure, you're going to have a hard time mastering your weight. You know? Ironically, <clears throat> in a weird way, a lot of like the, the eating piece of the program yourself, the method, again, there's mindset. I'm making a pyramid shape. Mindset's the most important, then lifestyle, then the eating. But when it comes to the eating, in a weird way, one of the key things we're identifying is what food brings you the most pleasure. And we build around that, you know, because most of the pleasure you get out of food is the anticipation of eating it. Do you know you have more wiring in your brain for the anticipation of eating, the pleasure of eating, than the actual eating you get yourself? And it makes sense, right? Because we evolved in a food-scarce environment where it took more motivation to get the food than to eat it once it's in front of us. You know, so this is why this five, two model, that's one of the reasons why it works so well is that we're not giving up the food. The second you start your, your keto and you say, okay, no more carbs. Your brain starts going crazy. So you say, okay, no more sugar. Your brain, I'm never going to eat sugar. And your brain gets obsessed with that. So as soon as we do the five, two, your brain says, okay, I'm not gonna eat sugar for five days. That ain't even, that's not necessarily easy <clears throat> in the beginning, <clears throat> excuse me, but, uh, it's manageable. And then you get good at it, you know, and then, then it becomes a, a um, it, it's helpful. They did a study, by the way, just to, just to let you know that I don't just make, I don't pull this shit out of the thin air. It was originally started by studying people that successfully lost weight and kept it off and studying their mindsets. That was the first step that, that changed everything for me and really became the foundation of this program. And then there's just constantly learning and reading new things to, to help make it better and, and to prove it. And so they did a study where they got people hungry they put them in a situation where they would tempt them with cake and they would have them say different phrases. I can't eat that. I'm on a diet. No, I shouldn't. Oh, there's too much sugar in that. I want to lose weight. All this different stuff. There was one phrase that came out on top by a mile in helping people actually deal with the cravings and make the right choice. And that was, I'll have it later. I'll have it later. Why does that work? Because we're not saying no to it. We're not saying no to it. We're saying, I'll have it later. And so all of a sudden we don't feel that deprivation. All of a sudden our brain can still say, oh yeah, I'll have it later. Can't wait to have it. I'm going to have it later. You know? So again, it's about, here's what I'm trying to say. It's about working with yourself. It's about honoring yourself and building around who you are, your preferences, your genetics, your lifestyle, and building something around who you are. You've never done that. 
And once you do that, as you can imagine, it makes it a lot easier. I sit here in front of you as someone who has maintained my weight loss for 30 years. Again, I had one little blip there, you know, life went wonky and, and I put some weight on, but I got right back onto it. And now the reason I, I say this is I anticipate and imagine and hope that I live this way for the next hundred years. I love living this way. I love my mindset, I love my lifestyle, and I love my eating. And I know I'll tweak and optimize it as I get older, as, as time goes on, but I love the way that I eat. Do, do you see that? Do you see, understand that? That's the point. You with your diet, you fucking hate it. <laughs> like, I'm not sitting here. See, what you think is you think your weight loss comes down to how much willpower you have and how much you can force yourself to do something you don't like to do. Hear, hear that. Okay, listen to that. You, Your weight loss, the way you're subconsciously thinking about it is you think your weight loss comes down to how can I force myself to do something I don't want to do for long enough to lose the weight? And because there's no, I, the, the easiest way to trigger a dieter who's getting some success, they're losing some weight, because I've done this over the years, don't do this, <laughs> is you ask yourself, okay, this is great, that's awesome. What are you going to do when you get to your goal weight? What's the plan? I don't know, Jim, you know what? When I get there, I'll figure it out, okay? Right now, I don't want to jinx it. Let's just, just shut the fuck up. I just want to keep losing weight. Please don't bring that up. I don't want to hear it, you know? But it's like, that's the problem. You know what I mean? That's the problem. And so... Again, all your weight loss, the reason you're avoiding losing weight and the reason you're probably never going to keep it up if you do it is you think you have to force yourself to do something you do not like, something that's painful. So yeah, you got to figure that out. You, you, instead of buying into that bullshit, instead you create the idea that, you know what? I'm going to master my weight and I'm going to master it by mastering my mindset, my lifestyle, and my eating in a way that works for me, that fits me like a glove. And once I do that, and even along the way, I'm going to feel better, I'm going to eat better, I'm going to look better, and I'm going to be better. And it's going to fit me like a glove. That's why I always say, the goal I want for you is not to lose weight, because you don't want to lose weight. You know? You don't. You want to get to your goal weight, and you want to live the rest of your life at your goal weight on near autopilot. You should write that down. Because I know that's a more, that's a more accurate goal that you have. That's the more accurate goal. You should write it down because every word of that is very well thought out. You know, you want to live at your goal weight, whatever your goal weight is. How do you know your goal weight? It's the weight that gives you the best quality of life. What? Should I just use the BMI chart or should I lose my doctor? No, because a fuck what they say. <laughs> You're the one that gets to decide your weight, folks. That's your decision. So how do you decide what's the best weight? I would suggest you choose the weight that gives you the best quality of life because that definition forces you to take into account what you have to do to create that weight. We can't just pick a number as if it's just like this number is going to make everything amazing. Because if, if, if achieving this number means you have to eat carrots and drink water all day, what's the point? Do you understand what I find a lot of people doing with their goal weight, by the way, while we talk about this, is I see a lot of people choosing a goal weight they're not willing to live at. You know, so it's like, yeah, you, you choose this goal weight you weigh when you were 18, fine. But what do you have to do eating wise and lifestyle wise to, to live at that weight? And it's probably miserable and probably something you don't want to do. And so you get this weird mismatch from the weight you keep telling yourself you want to be and what you have to do to achieve it. And what's happening? You're not doing it because a confused brain is a stuck brain. Nothing changes. Okay. So again, I think a better way to figure out a goal weight is to say, what weight gives me the best quality of life? Let me take this point. I want to make this really clear because 
This is a weird concept for people. And I can't believe this is a weird concept because think about this, folks. You've been fucking, you're obsessed with weight loss for 30 years. All you think about is weight loss. It's the main thing you think about, right? Right? Give me some hearts. If the main thing you think about day in and day out is food and your weight and losing weight. Give me some hearts. Give me some likes if that's the case. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm talking to the wrong people. (laughs) Maybe you never think about your weight and food. But I bet you do. I bet the main thing that you're thinking about is your weight in food all day long, right? For decades. Now I ask the question, the simplest question, you would think this would be the simplest question there is. What's your goal weight? And you say the number you've been saying for 40 years. And then I say this question, why? Why do you want to weigh that? Why? What happens at that weight? Okay. And now the other side of it, what do you have to do to create that weight? Are any of those answers have anything to do with your quality of life? Because what's going to affect your quality of life more? Being a certain weight or having to eat and live a certain way? What do you think? I think you know the answer. So you have you don't even have a you don't, you don't even have a goal weight that's even congruent. Your goal weight has no meaning to you. It's just this fucking number you've been, this disassociated number you've been saying for 30 years that means almost nothing to you. It's just a number at this point. If it means anything, it probably means failure because you, you've been aiming at that number for so long. It just means, uh, I don't know, I just never reach it. I don't know, I just keep saying it. It has no real meaning to you. To me, my weight is really a reflection of how I'm living and eating. I love how I live and eat and I feel like it's the best version of me. Oh, thanks. I <laughs> like a little hard. Um, so it has meaning to me. You know, this goes back to Viktor Frankl, you know, that the Jewish psychiatrist wrote Man's Search for Meaning. He created a whole concept called logotherapy. And basically the idea is, now this is a guy in a concentration camp. And this whole book is about the idea that they could do all of this stuff to make take my family away, put me in this place, all the rest of it. They can't take this away. And so the idea is like, how can I make meaning out of this horrible existence? How can I find something to keep me going? You know, now we take that extreme situation to now, but what's the meaning? Why do you want to lose the weight? And I think you're going to find there's a huge void of meaning. Uh, I want to wear a bathing suit. I want a bathing suit to the beach. No, I want to. I want to uh, uh, be the same weight I was when I got married. That that's that's it. Because guess what, folks? Changing your weight is is big business. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of work. <laughs> like again, I'm not going to bullshit you. How could it not be? If there was a simple way to lose weight, I promise we all would have heard about it by now, you know? So again, programming yourself then simple, but it's not easy. I mean, it, it becomes a commitment. It becomes a focus, but it's enjoyable because everything in your life's improving. See, with a diet, what's improving? What's improving with the diet? Every time you go on the diet, how are you feeling? <laughs> how do you feel the first two weeks of your diet? The first month, the whole time, Right? This is why it's so important that the scale starts going down. Because you're like, okay, fine, I'll be miserable, but that scale better go down quickly, right? And then it doesn't. Because weight loss is in- inconsistent and unpredictable in the short term anyways. And your only motivation is watching that scale go down. Because you feel like shit, you're grumpy, you're pissed off, you're frustrated, you're bored, you're stressed out, you're freaking out, you don't want to deal with your emotions? Fuck it, I don't care, I don't care, I'm going to eat the ice cream, I don't give a fuck about my weight. You ever felt that? You ever gone through that? <laughs> right then this program yourself then right it's like yeah listen don't don't stop eating sugar okay eat your sugar let's just relax first calm down okay because i know something that you know too you're tired you're exhausted you're depleted you're overwhelmed 
already without without trying to lose weight. Let's just take weight out of the equation. It's 2024 and life is crazier than it's ever been, right? You're stressed, you're anxious, you're nervous, you're tense, you're overwhelmed, you're worried. And now you're going to add changing your diet completely to that, you know? So I would suggest what will get you better results is if you start calming down and relaxing. Because what I know that you may not is that if you calm down and relax and bring your awareness inside of yourself, you can do it now. You can, you can do this, you know. You don't think to do it, but if you do it, if you take a second and relax your face, your shoulders, your chest, and your stomach, Oh, <sighs> right. Doesn't it feel better? Right. And now, right now, the way you feel right now, are your cravings healthier or worse? Right. Do, do you feel more motivation to eat better or worse? You know what I mean? You're not a broken person that you need to fight against. You're, you're a perfect person. You just need to reconnect to that. You know, you're, you're assuming a lot of stuff that's not real. And as you relax and calm down and remember that you got all this wisdom in you that you just ain't tapping into. And once you start tapping into it, everything becomes easier. Your motivation increases. The strategies you come up with and use start to get better. Everything gets better and it's more fun. So that's why I'll put Program Yourself then up against any diet because literally the second you start, you feel better. You feel better. You're more relaxed and calm. And again, our goal is not to lose all the weight all at once, right? There's a great saying that people overestimate how much weight they can lose in a month and underestimate how much weight they can lose in a year. So we're not trying to lose all the weight instantly. We're trying to feel better instantly and then put ourselves on a path where we master our weight so that we can live at our goal weight for the rest of our lives on your autopilot. So the diet's got you fucking... They they turned your brains into mashed potatoes when it comes to weight and all you care about with weight now is how fast you can lose it. What a crazy thing. You're so obsessed with how fast you can lose it for the last 30 years. (laughs) Come on. You got to let that go. You don't even want to lose weight fast anymore because fast weight loss is difficult and hard. You don't want to do it. And you know it doesn't last. See, because again, almost all my clients... You're usually over 45 on average, you know? Why? Because they get to the point, at, at this point, they've, they've lost weight, they've done all the diets, they've lost weight a number of times, right to their goal, and then put it back on. And that's one of the most devastating things you can experience because now your mind starts to associate, oh shit, even when I successfully lose weight, I fucking fail. It's like even, and that, that's why you can't even get yourself to start a plan now. Now you, you think about it all the time. You can't get yourself to restart Weight Watch. You can't start keto. You can't do whatever the plan you think it is because you've done it and you failed. There are things that heart. Um, I like that bullseye thing too, right? This is a bullseye statement, you know? And so you're walking around and you, you just don't believe it. You don't believe it anymore. You're, you're completely and totally apathetic, which is right where the diets and the food companies want you to be, you know? And so the, the way out of that is you've, you've got to start walking a different path. That's what gets exciting. And so to, to walk the diet path, you, you've been there, done it so many times. And so there's no motivation left. And there never will be. I hate to tell you. Um, or I love to tell you, actually. Fuck the diets. I don't give a fuck. Never do a diet again. <laughs> They're never going to work for you. So let it do what she said. Um, so what's the alternative? Well, the alternative is the weight mastery path. Because you have never once approached your weight mastery, your weight loss, as a process that you get better at. 
that you practice and improve and you learn and you grow and you accumulate strategies and you evolve. You never think of it that way. You think of it binary, all or nothing. Tomorrow I start my plan. Tomorrow I just do everything I know. I just instantly flip a switch and become that version of myself. The only thing that changes is the weight, weight goes down. No way. You have to think about your weight mastery like learning a musical instrument or learning a language. It's a skill that you keep, you keep evolving and developing different things. You make new distinctions. That's why, again, the blueprints are so important in the program because it, it lays out, again, the mindset, lifestyle, and eating. I am constantly tweaking and optimizing those. The blueprints are a living, breathing document. So as you walk this path, as you can imagine, you keep getting better. You keep optimizing, keep refining. And that, that's like the work of my life in a sense. On, on my personal development front, my weight mastery pyramid is a core part of my whole experience of a human being. So I'm constantly tweaking my mindset. I'm constantly tweaking my lifestyle, constantly tweaking my eating in a fun, enjoyable way though. I play guitar. It's the same. It's, it feels exactly the same. I do yoga. It's the same thing. Like I keep doing it I like the, the benefits of it for sure, but I also like that I just keep learning new things. Guitar especially, the last couple of years especially for me. I've been playing for 30 years and I start off, I sucked. I always believed I didn't have a musical bone in my body, all this stuff. So it's like, yeah, I like playing the guitar and being able to play song. That's fun. It's fun doing it. But there's also the other side of it that I love the growth and the evolution, the learning new things. You know? Us as humans, we need to have progress in our lives to feel a sense of fulfillment. And the diet, there's no sense of progress. There's doing, there's, okay, it's binary. I'm going to flip the switch. I'm going to start doing this. And then I'm going to lose the weight and get to my goal weight. I'm the same person the whole time and nothing changes except my weight goes down. There's no growth. There's no evolution. There's no mystery. There's no curiosity. There's no progress. There's no excitement. There's no fulfillment. And so, you know, th this to me is, is a core part of my fulfillment. I, I love it. I love learning new things about myself, learning new eating strategies. It's, I, I'm obsessed with it. You know, but, and again, I'm not saying you would feel the same way necessarily, although I don't know how you wouldn't because all my clients end up feeling this way, but it becomes, it's, it's like art, I guess. I'm not much of an artist, um, but it's kind of like what I imagine art would be like, like you're, you're constantly sculpting this version of yourself that you want to be inside and out. And so there's a lot more passion and excitement about it than what you're experiencing with a diet, which feels very robotic and like. You know, it feels like you're fighting against yourself. The, the dieting paradigm is that you're, you're like the, you're simultaneously the jailer and the jailed. You know what I mean? Like, like you're, you're, you got this, this real negative voice in your head trying to whip, cracking the whip, but you're also the one getting the whip cracked on you. And so it becomes this constant battle. I don't have that. I really don't. I have a part of myself that wants to eat all the bullshit too, but it's a more managed. I work with that part, you know, and um, it's not, it's, I don't have that anymore. You know, and that's what I want for you because, again, it's not just about the weight is what I'm trying to say. It's about how it feels. So you're always fighting against yourself. And what that ends up leading to is you feel like shit about yourself. Just to be honest, I mean, you're, you're walking through day to day feeling like shit about yourself. Even if you're successful professionally, it doesn't overcome this. Again, I told you, I work with people, they pay me $25,000. These are, these are way 1% outlier successful people. And they, they work with me and they pay me this because even with all that money and that success, it's not filling that hole that's there. And it's not even how they look. It's this core thing of, I haven't been able to figure this part of my life out. I haven't been able to figure it out. And, and, it, and they know it, it, the money doesn't overcome it. You know what I mean? This to me is like being the person you want to be, feeling good about yourself, knowing you're living the right way. It's a, it's a thorn in your side.
I don't again. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get into the financial things, but but even if you're successful financially, because because I know people always think you know you don't have money. You guys think oh, if I have money, everything would be perfect. It ain't. I'm telling you, it ain't. You know, it's still a, it's a thorn in their side, and it's it's a big thorn, and it hurts them a lot. The money doesn't make up for it. You know. So what I'm trying to say is that whether you have a lot of money or not, getting this area of your life down, mastering it, is so important because I think personally, it brings you the most. It, it, it gives you the best quality of life possible because, and this brings me to another key point here with the diets, you're always fixated on your superficial bullshit as if, Oh, I'm going to look different and that's going to improve everything. It's not. And maybe if you're a model or a movie star or something, how you look really, really matters, but you're probably not. And looking different isn't going to make a huge difference in your quality of life. I hate to tell you. You know, maybe if you're single and you want to get related, then it might be a little more impactful. If you've been married for 20 years, um, you know, losing 40, 50 pounds, you're going to feel a lot better. But the, but because you look different is not going to be the reason why. Okay. And so what it comes down to is being the person you want to be. That's what I'm saying. And so if you think about what you're eating, not just to how you look, you're missing the big picture. When you think about what you're eating, that's the main thing that is impacting your energy level, your moods your mental clarity, um, your patience, your hormones, your metabolism, your physical comfort. And all of those things are the main things that are impacting all the most important areas of your life. What are the most important areas of your life? Your relationships, your work, your personal development, right? These are the key things. And these are the main things that are being impacted negatively not because of the weight even, it is the weight, but it's what's causing the weight. You're shoveling all this processed food into your body day in and day out. You're living an unhealthy lifestyle. Your energy's lower, you're grumpier, you're more unbalanced emotionally. Um, you don't feel good physically, you're uncomfortable. Uh, you don't feel good. Do you see what I mean? Like you have to think of yourself as a machine, not just a visual thing you wanna look better. Do you understand that the, the diets have caused you to just think about weight loss in terms of how you're going to look? That's the fucking least of the problems, folks. The bigger problem is how do you feel when you wake up in the morning? How do you feel when you're with someone that you love and care about and you're frustrated that you're overweight or that you ate like shit? Do you know what I mean? Like it's not how you look, it's how you feel. It's who you are. That's what matters the most, you know? So that's why when you get this area of your life down, everything else improves and changes. Um, I apologize that I have not been answering questions here. I'm going to get to some questions. If you have any questions, feel free to ask me. I can get out of here in a minute, but I went on a rant there. Um, do you recommend me reading Frogs and Princes or using Brain for a Change? I'd say Brain for Your Change. Use uh, Using your Brain for a Change. That's an easier read at first. And if you like that, get Frogs and Princes. Um, you're a slow reader, so I don't know how... Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's, a, it's an easy book read, too. He made it that way on purpose. Um, yeah, Penel Penelope says, I thought programming yourself thin was how you look. Nope. I mean, it is, right? I mean, it's about how you look, too. Sure, I want you to look better and wear a bathing suit, all that stuff, too. Um, but I'm way, way more focused and concerned about how you feel, who you are as a person, you know? Um, I have a new way of thinking about my ideal weight. I want to have a quality of life to dance and have energy. I've lost weight in an unhealthy way where I was sick and exhausted. Yeah, great. That's, that, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Now that's more meaning, right? I want to weigh X amount of pounds. Mm, okay. Why? That's why I weighed when I was 20. Okay. As opposed to, I want to get to a healthier weight so I can start dancing and moving and, and feeling my body again and feel more free. That's going to be way more motivating. You see what I mean there? 
Um, Don says, I already didn't do meat prior to the series. Now my hubby's on board. Thank you, Stanford. <laughs> that's awesome. I, I figured that's what it's going to be. I can't wait to see that, that the results, all that. I don't want that. I want to be happy, even though I really like the way I looked. Um, and I apologize if I missed any of your questions. I really try to get to every question, but I have a feeling I might miss a couple here. And if I did, I, I apologize. What's up, Jody? I see Jody's here. Um, best tips to go from calorie counting to intuitive eating. Um, yeah, I always think like structuring your reading is the, is that, that way to do that. I think if you structure your reading, you don't need to count calories. Um, again, you can count calories initially just as a calibration tool to see what you're eating. Um, so you can structure things right. But then once you structure things, you just go by the structure of it. You know, if that makes sense and it probably doesn't cause I'm not explaining it too well. Um, hypnosis mindset, calm, good choices, weight loss. Yep. Personal development. Um, Vic says very interesting thoughts. Thank you. Um, I gain so much knowledge every time I come across your lives. Thank you. You're welcome. That's why I do them. That's why I do them. Um, and by the way, folks, if you don't know, um, go to my bio, click the link, get the hypnosis session, watch the training I give you, read the emails I send you, and um, you can listen to the podcast. This is Program Yourself, then is the podcast. And uh, yeah, that's uh, it, it's on all major platforms. Do you have any any tips for having energy when dieting? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess just don't, don't cut too much calories out and don't just cut calories, but also transform your calories into healthier ones, you know? So don't just cut calories. If you're eating a lot of processed food, don't just cut the calories, um, replace them with healthier, nourishing calories. Okay. That'll probably help you with your, your energy. And also listen, no matter what, whether you're dieting or whatever, anytime you're going to make a change in your life, a fundamental change, like, like how you eat, um, you should also simultaneously focus on getting more rest because change requires more prefrontal cortex energy that's our conscious mind and so anytime we change anything it's going to take more energy you could decide you want to start brushing your teeth with the other hand that's going to take more energy <clears throat> and so what you want to do simultaneously is you want to replenish you you need to recover more it's kind of like like if you work out right if you go and work out in the gym you need to have some time to recover right recovery time so it's the same thing when you change anything so if you're dieting again it changing anything scheduling some time to recover for it uh, he says, thank you. I'm going to check out your program. Yeah, you should all check out the program. Jay says, you could honestly teach a college course. I really could. I really think that I, I could definitely teach a college course at Harvard because no one's doing what I'm doing. I, I will tell you that that's, that was the, the the struggle for a lot of years of like, oh, what the hell am I doing? Is, is this, do I know this stuff? And, but sticking with it now, I feel, I, I don't know everything about nutrition. I'm saying I know the most about the science of this stuff. But I think in terms of actual practical, how to get a normal person to go from this to this, I think I am one of the top experts on the planet. I really do. Because it's not just telling someone what to eat. It, it, it's really, there's so much more going on there. And after doing 5,000 private weight loss, that's almost 6,000 at this point. Um, that's my that's my superpower. And I've spent 30 years developing it and, and working very hard. I'm obsessed with this stuff, you know. Um, Gen X Dizel, I love that name. Oh my God, I get emails from you. Glad to see a face to match the email. Oh, that's great. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's great. So folks, that's what I'm saying. Go get, sign up for that that hypnosis session I give you because then I email you every day. They're really good emails. Um, Sue says, I need help, but I'm scared to take anything since I have atrial fibrillation. I'm scared to take anything. So again, help, in that situation, maybe you're associating help with the medicines. And um, yeah. Yep, Jody says, best money I ever spent, I invested in myself. Yeah. Um, again, investing yourself, I, this sounds like a corny, like, like sales pitch, but literally with my program, um, and again, is, is it a real lot? I don't know. I mean, even like I said today, I'll just leave it today, but, but tonight I'm going to, I got it set. Um, my program to coach with me, to work with me is a thousand dollars. 
um, which is going to two thousand dollars tomorrow. It, it's, anyways, is that is that too much? Is that so much? I don't think so. <laughs> you know, I mean, geez, a college course of you know taking trigonometry is, is thousands of dollars. The phone in your pocket's a thousand dollars. You know, we 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 put effort into what we value, and we pay for what we value. So again, it, it's the part of that's built on the grand gesture. That's a Cal Newport concept from a book, Deep Work, but. When we really want something, investing time, energy, or money, uh, time, energy, or money, yeah, into that um, sends a very strong message to your to your brain and body, you know? So this isn't just a pitch. I mean, this is re reality, um, you know? But I'm 55 and I can't get the weight off. I am determined. Well, there you go. As long as you're determined and resilient and doing different things, that's the other key piece of that. You can't be determined and re resilient with the same fucking plan. <laughs> don't you know what I mean like if you tried keto 50 times stop being determined and resilient with that you know be resilient and, and determined with your weight loss and, and eating healthier um, but don't just stick to a plan again I, I go with Bruce Lee was a, was a legit martial artist and philosopher and he created a martial art called Jeet Kune Do which I was very fortunate to have gotten to study when I was younger and it's informed what I how I go about things a lot because he would study every single fighting system. You know, he'd study every martial art. He'd study boxing. He studied fencing. He'd study literally everything. And his philosophy was, "I'll take what works and discard the rest." And so I've done the exact same thing with my my eating strategies, my lifestyle strategy, my my mindset strategies. So it's like I'll study keto. I'll study intermittent fast. I'll study all these different things. I'll take what works from and discard the rest in service of creating a one size fits one plan for me. You know. Um, it's amazing what happens when you just relax. Yeah, right, Gene? Again, that, that was a good, uh, you, you see that, you feel it instantly. What if I truly eat healthy 99% of the time and always have exercised, hormones, messed up mind? Um, no, you can eat healthy, but you're probably eating too many calories. You know, that's called the licensing effect. And so it, it shows up a lot of times with, with working out, it's really obvious, where someone will go to the gym and think they burn 600 calories and then they're like, oh, I can have that muffin. It's only 200 calories. When in reality, you only burn 200 calories. The muffin was 600 calories. So licensing effect is based when we do something good, noble or virtuous and we follow it up by not doing something not good, moral and virtuous. And it's a, it's a bias. We can't see it. We literally do something good and our brain almost comes blind to the thing we do that's not that great. So again, I'm not saying that's absolutely it, but you might be saying, well, I eat, I eat healthy 99% of the time. I don't know what the hell is going on. Intermittent fasters do this all the time. Well, I don't understand. I'm not eating for 16 hours. And I'm not losing any weight. I don't understand it. Well, I understand it. The eight hours you're eating, you're you're over, you're consuming as many calories as you used to eat during 16 hours. You know that always comes down to calories uh, in the long term. The other side of that, though, is you have to have a longer time frame. Weight loss is always inconsistent and unpredictable in the short term. Okay, um, but in the long term, it's very consistent, and predictable, and it's just based on the calories you're consuming. Um, I just want to get through these questions. I never leave a question unread. Um, if you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always got. Yeah, exactly, Gene. Exactly. Um, <laughs> well, let's just preach. So clever. Yep, yep. Uh, my main vices lately are little Debbie cakes and brownies and rollers. Okay, see, see, Tridonum, I'm glad you put that. Don't speak in vague terms like, oh, sugar and carbs, because that's not how your subconscious mind thinks about those things. You don't think about sugar and carbs. You think about... Again, little Debbie cakes, brownies, Rolos, cookie. You know what I mean? Specific cookies, even. Your your subconscious mind is very specific. So when you want to change that, it's important to be, um, you know, real specific with what you're reading. But Tree Dunham, again, now now that I know that those three things, again, we work on reducing, replacing, and again, you can remove them sometimes too when you're really motivated and focused. But you also got reduce and replace there as well. 
Um, Tabby, you kicked me out. Did you get to answer my question about the books by Richard? Um, yeah, yeah, I said, I just did. I don't know if you heard that, but I said, using your brain for a change is the one I'd start with. I think that's a good entry, entry point. Um, plateaus are discouraging. I get plateaus are discouraging though, primarily when you're thinking like a dieter. And so when, when I suggest when people hit a plateau, you get to practice your maintenance plan. Yeah. Cause again, that, that's the goal here, folks. The goal is to get to a point where we stop losing weight, you know? And so when you hit a plateau, what you want to do is you want to put your focus on, uh, what you've been doing. What have you been doing to lose the weight? Focus on that and optimize it. Okay. Make it easier. Make it more enjoyable. Make it more nourishing. Don't cut more calories. Keep doing the same thing you're doing, but optimize what you're doing. Make it easier. Make it better. You know, make it more fun and then stick with it for a couple of weeks, a month, and then see what happens. Sometimes your body will readjust, start losing weight again without changing any calories. And then sometimes you say, okay, I got to cut more calories, but now you have a much clearer idea of what you've been doing. And now you can look at strategically, what do I typically eat? What am I been doing? Where's the easiest place for me to cut some more calories out? Okay, so, so don't, plateaus are just part of the process and we want to reframe them. Um, oh my God, I went from 475 to 150 in three days. <laughs> Is that Kimmy Cat? <laughs> uh, let's see. I love that. Uh, all right, yeah, brain for a change. Brain for, use your brain for a change, using your brain for a change. Richard Bandler, that's the book. Um, great book. How to mentally push through feeling like a failure for regaining. Um, okay, that, that is a little bit of a challenge, but what I would suggest is that you reframe that failure and learn from it, okay? Um, why did you regain? What, what happened? Get more specific. Oh, I started eating more. You know what I mean? Like, like we got to get specific. Did something happen in life and you got emotional? You didn't know how to deal with the emotions. You changed jobs and all of a sudden there's new foods around you. Um, you get divorced and now there's other people around you or other people aren't there anymore. Something happened probably. Okay. So again, the brain gives up pain for learning. And so don't beat yourself up. There's no learning there. Okay. Look at what happened. Why'd you regain? What shifted? What changed? And now when you start your, your new plan, you've got all that wisdom. And so now you're way closer to truly mastering your weight because you lost it and then you regained it. But now you're in a better spot to learn about yourself and figure out well, why did I regain it there? Now, you know that you didn't know that before. You're a new, better version of yourself, good vibes, okay? And now your chances of success, ultimate success, have gone way up because you've gone through that experience. Hope that helps. Um, yeah, you're welcome, Tabby. Enjoy that book. I think you're going to like it. Um, Tiffany says, sadly, I'm not for sure. I tracked it for years. Maybe I undereat. Yeah, maybe. Um, but, but track your calories for a week. Just see where you're at. Again, tracking calories is great for calibration, but just see where you're at, you know, where you're accurate, where you're not. Um, there are other things though, too. I will say, I mean, as you start, when you have physical issues, maybe it's menopause, menopause, one of them, insulin resistance, hormonal things, thyroid issues, Hashimoto's, PCOS, all those things. When you have a real physical challenge, I think it's important that you implement a lifestyle aspect to your weight loss as well. I don't think just cutting the calories I think lifestyle is important for everyone, but it's extra important for you, okay? Um, and so if you add, the, so what do I mean by lifestyle? Specifically in the program, what we teach in order of importance, sleep, hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. If you start weaving these into your life, I think you'll find that you kickstart your weight loss. Um, what do you think of the feel great system people are promoting on TikTok? Um, I think it's bullshit. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> uh, I always say like my daughter always wants me like someone does that. You know, I don't ever seen this. I'll tell you a weird side of TikTok. I wouldn't have known if my daughter didn't. And I'm on TikTok. I'm not on too much, but um, people will just sit here doing lives 
And um, I don't know, like that one is like a cowboy hat and a mustache. And I don't know. So like that'll come on and they'll be like, yeehaw, yeehaw. And then like someone will put like, I don't know, something else. And then they'll make another sound. And they just do this for hours, like alive. They just do this. People keep doing stuff for them. And they just like, like, a, like, how, like an NPC, they just do an automatic thing where they say it. Do you care? I don't know. I just thought about that. It was funny. So my daughter did that to me. And she wanted me to do it, but I'm not in that mode. Um, feel great system. The feel great system is not a system. It's a, it's a bunch of um, powders to, to bullshit you. You know, again, folks, there's one way and one way only. Thank you for those roses. There's one way and one way only to change your weight for good. And it's to transform your mindset. That is it. That is it. Okay. One and one way only. <laughs> Thanks guys. You guys are, you guys are uh, treating me right here. Thank you. Um, so there's there's no powder, there's no berries from the Amazon, there's no teas from the Orient. There's there's no there's no one easy fix thing. Okay, um, wow, Bakine, thank you, you treat me right here. Um, so the feel great system again. I'm not saying these things can't help in some little way, but there's no little little one thing you're going to change to to change your weight. You need a comprehensive holistic approach that includes your mindset, lifestyle, um, and ultimately eating strategies. That's how you master your weight for good. Okay, so don't buy into the bullshit. Don't buy into the bullshit with the Ozempic, how many days they've been on it, how much weight they're losing. Again, what I'm always looking for is where are they at a year from now? Where are you at two years from now? I'm not focused on fast weight loss. I'm focused on long-term weight loss, okay? I want you to live at your goal weight. How quickly you get there, I don't give a shit, okay? So the feel-great system is just another hawking powders and dumb shit. How do we stop emotional eating? Don't stop emotional eating, okay? Don't stop the emotional eating. It's there for a reason. It's to deal with your emotions. So don't stop emotional eating. Understand your emotional eating. What emotions are you eating to feel or to not feel, okay? You're going to notice that your emotional eating has different, there's different emotional eatings you're doing. Sometimes you might emotionally eat because you're stressed out. Sometimes you might emotionally eat because you're feeling lonely, okay? We have different times and different ways we emotionally eat. So we want to understand it. Oh, I'm emotionally eating because I'm stressed. I get home from work, I'm stressed out, and I'm emotionally eating to calm down. But the reality is that eating is not calming you down. It's just distracting you from the stress. Because as soon as you're done eating, is your stress level down? No. It goes back up because now you're mad that you overate. That made things even worse. So we want to find genuine ways to deal with our emotions. In our society, we have been conditioned to use food as the main emotional management strategy. Okay. And so I think that, um, I think what you want to do is seek to understand the emotional eating. Um, oh, I'm eating for, cause I'm stressed. And then we ask the solution to question, how would I like to feel? I'd like to feel more relaxed, right? So I get home from work and I'm stressed out. How do I want to feel? I want to feel more relaxed and calm. How can I feel more relaxed and calm without food? That's the strategy you get to better solutions. And um, again, each person's different. So what's going to relax you is different from other people. So I can't just say, oh, just do this. But if you do this process of understanding what emotions are going on there, then you get yourself to the point where you genuinely start dealing with them. And I think dealing with emotions is the number one thing. But it just reminds me, I never went through the six mindset things I was talking about. But but emotions, learning how to deal with emotions is, is crucial and learning how to manage your weight, as you can imagine. Okay. Um, Unimate, tea and balance drink. Yeah. That shit ain't going to get you. I, again, there's no tea. Like, I promise you, I promise you, there's no tea on the planet that you start drinking it and you're just going to start losing weight and live at your goal weight forever. Okay? I want everyone to know that. So the feel-great system, come on. I know it's easy. It sounds great. Oh, my God, look at the results they got on the feel-great system. You know? 
You know it. You know that. You know. Um, Good vibe says yes. Thank you. That's what happened. My dad died, and menopause hit at the same year. Okay, this see, that's what I mean. Um, now again, that's a real thing. But but again, so so see what I mean though. Like you, this is stuff. This is stuff. Makes me sad. Like in a way, right? Because it's like this is why I do this stuff. Because I think of people, and I think of. So this is this is the good vibes, mom. You you kind of summarize so much of like why I do this because. It's like you put all that work and effort into losing the weight and changing things and, and doing it, right? And then all of a sudden, you know, your dad passes away, menopause hits, and you put the weight on. But now, ever since that moment, never mind just the, the pain of your, your dad passing and the, the frustration of menopause and all the stuff that brings. And then you put the weight on, and now you're in your head, and you're like, ah, what happened? Why do I keep failing? And you never put two and two together, and you never learned how to deal with that stuff, you know? Um and so now you get this, you know, you just start, oh, I'll never be able to do on that. But isn't it crazy you never put those two things together? That's why I try to say, program yourself then. It's not like every weight loss thing you know about is someone just telling you what to do. And I wish I could just do that. You know, I wish I could just tell you, oh, just do this because it would be the easiest thing in the world. But I can't because you're your own person. Good Vibes Mom, for example, right? So it's like if I was working, if you were in the program, we would be talking about how you have responded to your dad passing away and how you want to respond to it. Menopause, how you've responded to that and how you want to respond to it. We would get very specific in your situation. Everyone's challenge is unique to them and the solution is just as unique. So this is why you need to learn a new process, a new way to approach your way. There's no way in the world someone who's never met you and you've never met is going to be able to tell you how to eat. Like, what a crazy world. You know, I said, like, like, would you let me tell you, like, what clothes to wear, what movies to watch, what music to listen to? Like, you're a human being. You can't let me just tell you what to do with those things. They're an expression of you. And how you eat and how you live is the same thing. You can read a book, oh, don't eat carbs anymore, and now you're just going to do it? Like, why? Why? You know? Every real solution that's going to serve you in order to help you live at your goal weight and as the best version of you is based on who you are as a person. So programming yourself then is a... It's a... It's a way... It's, it's, a, it's an approach. It's a structured way to figure that out for yourself. And not just figure it out for yourself because life's always changing. I mean, what, what Good Vibes Mom says is the same everyone's done. You've lost weight in the past and then you put it on because something happened there usually. Almost always. Something happened and threw you off and now you couldn't do what you were doing. And so you don't, you don't know how to readjust though. Again, because the diets, pretty much the diets without exception are very inflexible. Right? They're, they're very like, you got to do it this way. And program yourself then is way flexible because I know life changes. Situations change. Your tastes change. Your jobs change. Your relationships change. Your house changes. Oh, there's all this change. So you need to be able to internalize how can I deal with these changes and stay on track? Because if you're just like, okay, I got to do this. Right? And then all of a sudden, one big part of your life changes. All of a sudden, I feel like I can't keep doing that anymore. Right? And now again, you're all or nothing. So... Good vibes, mom. Please get get if you're not yet, go to my bio, click the link, get the hypnosis session, watch the training. Please watch the training. The good news for you, good vibes, mom, is you got all the neural networks and associations of successful weight loss that you can tap into right now. It's a lot harder for someone who's never lost the weight because they don't believe it's possible. Um, Tiffany says, "Thank you, honestly, at a loss at this point." Yeah, I know it can be frustrating, but I promise you there's a reason. That's the number one thing I would say. When I get to work with people, and I work with very smart people, okay, um, but but we we miss things that are right in front of us. 
right? So the, the example I always use is if you close one eye and look at your nose, you see it. Close the other eye and look at your nose, you see it. You open both eyes, your brain deletes your nose from your awareness, okay? So Tiffany, I can promise you what's happening to you is there are obvious things that you're doing that you're just not seeing. I, and I say this because of experience. I work, I, I, I've done over 5,000 probably last year, I'll work with over 200 people um, the same stuff. And like, I don't know, I, I've, I'm giving the program a try. I don't know, but I don't know what we're going to do. I'm doing everything right here and I'm not losing weight. You know, the most crazy example that I never see her on here anymore. I haven't seen her in a little while, but um, she, again, very smart, successful woman. And she, she did that. She got in and she goes, hey, here I go. You said it's going to work. Okay. I don't know though. I, I pretty much doing everything right here. Literally. She said this, right. And so we start talking about some stuff and, um, Anyways, long story short, we had a conversation, a little bit of a conversation. The next week, she gets on the call, and she goes, well, you know, it turns out I was missing something. I said, well, what? What were we missing? And this is a person who was very smart and had been dieting, very focused, all the rest of it. She gets on, she goes, yeah, I was kind of missing something. I said, what, what was it? She goes, I, I snack every night. I said, what? She goes, yeah, 8 to 10, I snack. I said, okay, well, how do you snack? She goes, yeah, I'll get up three, four, five times a night. I'll walk over between 8 and 10. I'll grab something out of the fridge and go sit down again. So, uh, that's a little bit of an outlier. Like she just didn't see that, didn't even notice it. I'm not saying that's you, Tiffany. You may not miss something, but I, I promise you, Tiffany, you're missing something. And that's the worst thing, folks, right? When you feel like you're doing everything right and not losing weight, that's the worst spot you can be in because you get hopeless. You feel powerless. There's nothing I can do. But there's never been a situation where I work with someone where they're doing everything right and not losing weight. What I see is they're missing something obvious that's causing them to be not lose weight or be at the overweight thing. Right. Um, what's up, Karen? Yeah, living life, yes, mindset, and your eating habits, absolutely. It's 154 monthly for feel great system. That's insane. What do you recommend? I need to lose 160 pounds and I have insulin resistance. Um, it's 154 a month for the feel great system. I did not know that. What a crock of shit, dude. It's just, come on. Come on. Do you know what I mean? The, the day there's a powder that makes you... Listen, if, if there's ever a powder that makes you lose weight, well, there won't be, so let's just skip it. Um, what do I recommend? I mean, I would start by recommending get my hypnosis session and watch the training. I mean, if you're really serious, you know, 160 pounds is a lot, so you should be serious, right? Um, you know, I'd watch the training, you know, see if it resonates with you. If it resonates with you, I'd get in the program. I mean, you're in that situation. Um, and there's two versions of it, you know. Again, there, there's one... I always recommend the coaching. And again, up till today anyways, I just do this because I, I for, keep forget to change it. But Sunday was nice to be the last night. Um, it's a $1,000 special right now and it goes with to 2000 tomorrow. But there's also a version without any coaching that's uh, 300 bucks. okay? Watch the training. See if that stuff resonates with you. And I'd get that program is what I would do. <laughs> but I'm biased, <laughs> you know? Obviously, I think what I'm doing is the best. But watch the training first and see if what I'm saying resonates with you. Because what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Like, like, there's no powder. How can you just take a powder and just changes things? How do you get a shot and it just changes things? You know what I mean? Like it's not fixing everything. It's an impoverished goal. You know, you, you want to transform yourself. Living life, you want to transform yourself so you can be the best version of yourself possible. So to do that, you need a, a fundamentally comprehensive, holistic approach. Difference than what you've been doing. And that's what Program Yourself then is. Again, it's a mindset, lifestyle, eating. It's everything you need to not just lose weight, but to thrive. You know, it's the entire system. You know, it's everything you need. So I don't know. What do I recommend outside of that? I don't know. I mean, eat better and exercise because that's all you're going to hear. 
You know, it, it, your weight loss options come down to a couple of things in, in the typical world. Just eat better and exercise. That's every diet just telling you what to do. There's always different ways to do it. Don't eat for 16 hours. Don't eat carbs, duh, 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 whatever. But it's basically telling you basically eat better, exercise, right? Then there's surgery, right? You can get surgery, which will force your stomach to be smaller. And even that doesn't guarantee weight loss, by the way. You know, most people that get the surgery put the weight back on. Why? Because they never deal with what's in their head. You can even shrink your stomach to a third the size it is, and you can still put the weight back on. That's how important your mindset is, okay? So you got diets, people telling you to eat better and exercise. You got surgery. You got the medicine, right? Take the medicine. Um, that'll help you produce more insulin. It'll help with the food noise. You, you potentially will eat less if you're one of those people. Um, check that out. You know, it might be cheap for you, you know? So that, that's probably the the easiest superficial path. Like it'll take the least amount of work for you to do, you know? Um, the results aren't, they don't last. Like you're not changing anything, you know? Um, it doesn't solve all the other problems. It's still flooding your body with insulin. It's not dealing with the core issues, but um, it's probably, maybe that's the best path for you, you know? And then there's program yourself then. That's how I see it, <laughs> you know? Uh he says, go, that's both me, yep. <laughs> I've been some resistance and PCOS, take him at four, I'm 100. I work with someone who's got PCOS and she's losing weight, you know? So I want you to, one thing I want you to know is that you can be insulin resistance, have PCOS, you have Hashimoto's, you have all of them, and you can still lose weight, okay? Um, good vibes, mom says, yes, thank you, loving this talk. I lost 50 pounds, felt and looked amazing, then the bottom fell out. I will, thank you. Yeah, check that out, because it'll help you, because you, you've got a lot to build on. So so do it quick, okay, while it's still fresh in your brain. You know, you, you can get back there a lot faster, because you have that experience, all right? Um, sleep hygiene, very important. Absolutely, yeah, sleep's absolutely important. Um, can I use my HSA? Um I don't know how that works. I mean, I don't. I don't really deal with insurance and things. So if you can somehow make the payment and get reimbursed, then then you could. Um, but I don't know what requirements they have. Yes, I do. Yes, my doctor. She wants me on metformin because I have insulin resistance. I'm not diabetic though. Oh, okay. Yes, you're kind of pre-diabetic. Yeah. They say this feel great system. <laughs> the feel great system is bullshit. I, I mean, I, I looked into it before. I've kind of I looked into it and let it go, and I got to get out of here. But. Um, <clears throat> Otherwise, I would talk all day about that. <laughs> it just doesn't, you know. Yeah, I mean, it just, I, I don't know. It's a natural form of metformin. <laughs> it's not, it's not, um, it's not, it's just a bullshit. I mean, like, it's this whole, like, I mean, it's a whole, and I get it, I get what you want to believe it, right? You, you want to believe it, because, wow, that, that would check all the boxes, right? Oh, it'd be easy, it's a natural form, it's cheaper, all this stuff, right? But it's not, and, um, so whatever. It's just a bunch of bullshit. Like every diet industry thing. I mean, literally, it's hard to say like everything's 100% bullshit. But with the weight loss industry, it's 100% bullshit. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like like diets and, and things, like there's a lot of science behind them. You know what I mean? So I'm not, I'm not arguing like a nutritionist, a dietitian gives you a scientifically backed plan that would be the best plan for you to lose weight. I'm not arguing that piece. I'm arguing the piece that you can't put it into, um, you can't put it into practice because you don't know how to change your behaviors. And you don't know how to change your behaviors because you don't know how to control your thinking. You know, that that's the problem. It's going to keep being there, you know. Um, it's on the PDR site, but I think it's a phony, honestly. Oh, I was just, Karen, I was just, I just mentioned that. Yeah, I just started it last night and it's so good. 
And I know, because as soon as I see Gregor in there, that's my guy. I love that guy. And I love, I forget his name now, but I'm a big fan of the nutritionist scientist that's in there as well. Um, the Stanford guy. He's he's really good too. So I'm a big fan. Um, but yeah, it's so good. And I think everyone should watch that because again, it goes beyond just what you look like. You know what I mean? The real story here we're talking about is, is who you are and how you feel. That That's the key thing. You know? Um, all right, everyone. I'm going to get out of here. Thank you so much. Great questions today. I know I, I got rambled for a while in there. <laughs> But I hope you stuck with me. I hope you learned something. Um, again, if, if you haven't yet, go to my bio, click the link at the hypnosis session, watch the training, read the emails I send you. If whatever reason you're not on TikTok, or you can't get to the bio, you can go to programyourselfthin.com, programyourselfthin.com, and you can sign up for it there. Um, if you do order the program tonight, I will keep it till midnight, um, and, and then it goes up tomorrow. But um, then there's also the, the podcast, Program Yourself Thin, so check that out as well. You know, put that on while you're doing house chores or whatever else. Cause the more you listen to me, the more you're going to make better, better, healthier food choices. Um, and it'll be easier to lose the weight. All right. Um, Sandy, you're welcome. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. And thank you so much guys. I, I really do appreciate it. This is why I do this. So, um, this has been a fun talk. I've been going for two hours. Holy crap. <laughs> so, and everyone in the program, we'll see you tonight on the coaching call. I can't wait to meet you, Danielle. I'm looking forward to meeting you. And, uh, for everyone else, if you have any questions, you can always uh, message me through TikTok or email me at jim at programyourselfthin.com. Um, and yeah, have a super day and we'll talk soon. Bye.